Blog Talk Radio. Scientific breakthroughs, unveilings, spiritual revelations, the openings. That's fine. Hijacking the mind. What? Aluminum bonds with intelligence. Rewind the message. Merry Christmas. 13 indigenous immigrants. State of the unison. Addressing nothing. Foundations can ruin. Level to level. Fuck the embezzlement. Tales from the crib. Hitting blood rituals. 50 scores flying over California. Vacation. Flying dragons. Swords and daggers. Lions and tigers. Gotta get my parents or parish raw flesh, vampire, vegetarian, I'm a malnutrition, chemically imbalanced, Ethiopian, in Helen Kush, blue projects get pushed, mold with the bush, standing on the middle line, no defining, swirling dervish, in between space and time, just a fix Tuesday, another news day, north, east, west, south, west, not here to confuse the day, just a fuse the way, uh, another Whether you suffer from pain in your back to aches in your knees, come on down and purchase you some ancestral tea to get rid of all the parasites, toxins, and fleas. Spiritual elevation for cosmic gravitation. So put away the patience, because there's no time to be wasted. Changeable, chocolate hazel butter, smothered in navy bean, interior, 
65 something, no dreaming, side beams, light streams, some faulty faucets, drinking, false hopes, wash a brain with soap, operatives lurk over shoulders at work, frail supervisors, I fail super fly snooker, super flex Luca, referee shooter, positions elevated, ain't no guessing, ain't no reason what's the purpose. Nothing's accidental, we met a long time ago Age was cosmic, universal Before social changed its color of law A book that I saw, Equilibrium Stealth Comedian That is why you are trapped in this society They live in a we society and Europeans live in a me society. It's a different kind of concept. I'm the last word preacher, spitting preacher, standing on the throne. Secret keeper, mysteries known, days in at the horizon, the holiday end, on Friday, Christmas weekend, trapped in the calendar, beastly transformations, see, look, observations, cipher nano, pick the tempo, ratio, running from a dirty toe, Frito, eating Cheetos, I've worked three jobs, paid for three homes, Michael Reno and Tito, ten man line, and scarecrow, the did not even sign his name. Because the art was created for the whole people. And when you see the folk philosophy, the philosophy. Tuesday here on First World Order Radio, and yes, indeed, once again, it's your host for this evening, Blackwater, the Meta Magician, L.O.E.L. Bay. Back with another transmission. Today's topic is um, less is more. You know what? Um, give thanks to those who came before and those who will come after. I say, I say. Give thanks to the First World Order family. Dr. Aline and Kadir out there doing the thing as as always, you know, and um, you know, uplifting humanity. That's what we're here for. Give thanks to the United Washington Degamanti Moors out here. It's building and continuously building all the Moors. You know, all of us are working together collectively. The one individual is an island. You know what I mean? All right. So um, let's say tonight's topic is less is more. You know how I do. If something just pops up, it just comes out of the the oblivion, so whatever comes from the abyss, from a minty, you know, so from the subconscious. Uh, someone that posted a, a question about detoxing on, on Dr. Ali's YouTube page, you know, the question was the detoxing good, and, and if that, if you know, if someone had a good one for him. So I posted a, a response, and uh, my response was kind of you know long-winded. You know how I, I get from it. Well, anyway, so, uh, yeah, the, it was maybe a page or something. But, it was, she, you know, 
she had stated, like, wow, I didn't expect so much information. Uh, and give thanks to the queen, too, um, for that, because it built up to this uh, this blog I'm about to do tonight with this L. So, um, the, you know, the question was, was detox good? And I answered, yeah, and all that. And, and basically, I threw on a good detox and whatever and all that. And then she was like, real good, well, and thank you for the um, for the detailed information. But then I sent another one, and but she was like, she was already still getting the, the items. So I was like, well, that's what's up, being assertive, you know, getting down to it real quick. She didn't hesitate. That's pigs, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, oh, well, okay, let me shut up. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't, you know, uh, second-guess myself. We should never second-guess ourselves. First stop, best stop. Well, you know what I'm saying? Whenever we get that, that initial whatever it is that's generating in our mind like that, most of the time that's the uh, thing we should go ahead and act on. Then when we get that secondary thought, you know, that's like the, the hesitation, that distraction, that's something else coming from somewhere else, another angle. You know, usually the first thought is going to be that righteous, that virtuous thought. That, oh, yeah, that's going to be, yeah, I, I'm going to get some of this, but then something else come along. And that's part, part of, you know, partially part, partially some of what, We'll be talking about tonight, part so. And um, also give thanks to the brother that noticed um, the hand posted. I just posted that. It should be online here in the next few minutes. Is uh, watch the cemetery hand posted revised. It's just a hand movement. So the those key gongs from um, last week. Um, and give thanks to the brother that Dr. Alim um, interviewed last week. Um, Brother Jamal Robinson, if I'm not mistaken, I'm forgiven for not putting your your name, your appellation on that on that uh on the title last week. I'm just now getting to my YouTube, to my emails. Forget I'm I'm a little behind on social media sometimes. Like I, yeah, you know, I, yeah, okay, but um, I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna get that right for you. But that's Jamal Robinson. The brother dropped some, some bombs, as you heard. <laughs> I mean, putting it in there like that last week. That's peace. Yeah, and some of what I'm talking about tonight, actually, uh, he sparked that, that. He initiated the thought in mind on some of those, uh, on some of the, on some of what we're going to discuss tonight. So good thing. Actually, we just go ahead into it. He had stated that being, you know, athletes or, you know, dealing with any type of, uh, Muscle training in movement in general, we we tend to build muscle memory, right? So muscle memory is basically, you know, like if I I, I skateboard, right? So if I um I skated when I started skating when I was like eleven, twelve years old, just a few years ago, thirty years ago, you know what I'm saying? So I started basketball when I was twenty eight. Now I ain't touched the skateboard for about. 14 years in between 12 and I might have, you know, a few times between 12 and uh, 28. But um, when I got back on the board, I could still pop it. You know, I could still, you know, do the same, some of the same stuff. I had to get used to it, you know, after a few minutes. But about a week or two of steadily, you know, going, you know, kicking and pushing, going uptown, getting, going to skate parks, I eventually was able to, you know, get back to some of the same um Moves or tricks or whatever I was doing back then, and I got even I got better. I made I was um, able to learn new stuff. So that the muscle memory that I had developed when I was younger was still there. So I was able to use those muscles in my feet and legs and everything. 
in the same manner, basically. And then it even improved. As I as I'm getting older, I'm still getting better because I well, you know, attempting to keep the physical um, in its proper in its proper movement without you know without because you know we can do what we want to as long as we stay stay um, watery, basically stay alkaline. You know, get things to Dr. before his information. Um, you know, just alkalizing it and keeping the body in um in a youthful state. You know what I'm saying? And how we can do that. You know, so we're gonna go over a few things tonight. A few this based on, you know, our vitality and and you know, today modern society we have become overly compulsive in our day to day activities. And this has a very stifling effect on our natural ability to replenish our vitality and, in essence, rejuvenate or self-heal. Basically, that's enlightenment. You know what I'm saying? So with all these different, you know, through advanced technology and then we have what we call chemtrails, then we have polluted water, and, you know, there's different things that is stifling or is, is cutting or obstructing, is cutting the breath of our natural ability to be able to um, replenish and then, you know, transform or reprogram the cells to where they are um, pristine and they are, are moving in accordance to where our mind is, you know, first off, best off. So how can we get back to, you know, our true self, you know, our higher self? It's easy, but it's, it's easier said than done, basically, really, because, you know, we tell ourselves to do things, but that's just the willpower. You know, willpower is basically the intent to do something. It's not the active mode of doing that thing. All right, so look, looking at just the word more and, and less, less is more. So we have less is more. Move. Uh, and less, you know, change that the L over to an R is transforms to rest, right? In the comedic metaneta, um rest or rise means rise to rise. So move er is water, and er well move is water. That's life. And earth is fire, that's light. So that's the mother-father principle. You have water or the yin, you know what I'm saying? That's darkness. And then we have earth, that's fire, and that's the light. That's the light, I mean, and that's um, yang, basically. You know, but all in all, move earth. That's mother and father. And then rest is rising. So less is more. Rest, rising, mother and father rising. That's the same as saying washita, semitwai, or washita, washita, the um cool, the snake that cools to the top, you know what I'm saying, and um to the eye, you know what I mean. So the snake that cools to the eye, and then unites both both lands or both realms, semitwai. And then we look we, when we go to the Hebraic or the Hebrew text as far as what um. Res, R E S H, means it is um, it is the head. So 
when you when you go through it, you really decipher and look at look at it. Even though R, you know, the R, the symbol, the lowercase R, is symbolic. It's the symbol for the head of man, right? The ancient meaning of Rish R E S H is um, first beginning and top. So I had to look at. It. I was like, okay, so first beginning and top. So going to the alphabet or you know the Hebrew alphabet, and you go to the top or the first letter, you have A. All right, so A is ox, head of an ox. That's the ancient picture. It's the you know that's what that that is. But we have the head of man is rich, and then we go up to the head of an ox. That's that's um at least. All right, so at least and rich. That's all. At least means strong power leader, right? So. We had the first beginning top, and then Ali, strong power leader. So I was like, okay, right. that's uh, it relates to the three different realms of um, of creation. Basically, in the Kabbalistic sense, we have on, then it's on self, then it's on self R, and R, on self R is basically, I think, it's the, the unlimited uh, light. You know what I'm saying? So R meaning light, you know what I'm saying, earth, also aura, also osar. So that's the head, osar, rest, rising, but that's the mother-father principle, mu'er, mother-father principle being that is the um, water and fire. Water and fire are, uh, of course, two of the four modalities, the four fundamental modalities of creation, that would be fire, air, water, and earth that basically folds together as one and puts this physical uh, entity that we call the human body together. All right, so just looking at it in that sense, it's uh, stating that less is more, so less or rest, meaning the first beginning top, is the first is the water and the fire, or the first is the life and light, or basically the first is the more. You know what I'm saying? So, M U U R M U R, rising to the top, to the top of the head, the pineal gland. You know the the two coiling sides, the electromagnetic energy, coiling to the top. You know what I mean? And then uniting. Back at the you know uniting both lands within the pineal gland and by way of um, the activation. Now I was just looking at it in that sense. So A and R is R oral, the oral of man. You know, being built and or reconstructed properly through different processes. You know, and we're gonna go over different ways to obtain vitality and and everything. So so we'll be. Um, Getting it, getting it together, getting it together. You know, a few things. I just now this, I just now put this together today. So bear with me. Um, you know how it is. Some coming off the head with some stuff. So it, 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 it's going to be what it's going to be. This is an ancient comedic wisdom teaching. Um, leave I got it out of Doctor Muato on Ashby's one of his books. It may have been um, comedic diet. I'm not sure, or um, Egyptian yoga. I'm not sure. I didn't write the title of the book on here, 
All of those books are very valuable, though. If you can, get them, get them. Um, Dr. Mwata Ashby. I, um, it states, to destroy any undesirable rate of mental vibration, concentrate on the opposite vibration to the one to be suppressed. When one does not know and understand the true purpose of life and therefore lives life in an erroneous manner, mental or physical disbalances commonly referred to as diseases, uneasiness, will surely follow. It is a signal that something has strayed from how it is supposed to be. Unfortunately, most people, rather than adopting this understanding and seeking to find out why the illness is truly happening, feel secure in taking a pill or some treatment and continue with their erroneous actions until the body can no longer take, take it and gives out. Our ancient forefathers could not and did not separate physical health from spiritual health. Good things. So to destroy any undesirable rate of mental vibration, concentrate on the opposite vibration to the one to be suppressed. As Dr. Eileen teaches in his classes at the Healing Wings, anytime we have any negative or low vibration, a low, a low frequency, a low vibrational thought, always, always um, use two thoughts to counterattack it, to counterbalance it. You know, so use two high vibrational thoughts, you know what I'm saying, to counterbalance it, to get that, that one negative thought away. You know what I'm saying? So we should always be looking at what we're thinking and notice if it's uh, going to generate upliftment or it's going to, you know, destroy anything, you know, every, you know, what could be what could be possible, you know. So before we act, we should definitely be mindful of our actions and our reactions. And then when the response comes, we should have a deliberate type of self-control within the means of our response. You know what I'm saying? We should be very mindful of all that we do. So going back to what uh, the, the brother said, he was speaking on muscle memory and how the memories within the muscle um, will always go there far back because it has a, it has it's embedded within the cellular structure. So back in the day, about the 80s, it was a doctor named Dr. Lipton, uh, Dr. Um, Bruce Lipton, who was studying stem cells. He was doing stem cell research. We talked about this before. But in his stem cell research, he um, noticed that when they took the nucleus out of the cell, which they, you know, science and medicine, med, you know, medical science back then thought that the uh, nucleus was actually the brain of the cell. Now, of course, we know that within the nucleus is the DNA, which holds the genetic coding. And, and you know, the genetic coding is... Um, the genetic coding holds the memories of um, past generations because that's the DNA. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, DNA has the ladders, whatever. You know how we talk, how we say um, in the ancient African proverb is we stand on the backs of those who came before us. So if you're looking at that properly, you see that, you know, each ladder is a step up, you know, so that's information or memories that is being built throughout each lineage. So we stand on the backs of those who come before is basically saying that is our DNA that's holding memory. But they, they took the nucleus out, though, which holds the DNA. And when they did that, they noticed that it was um, the cell was still completely unaffected. They removed it and put it to the side or whatever, 
and it still functions the same in the same manner as when the nucleus was attached to it. So by this observation, they concluded that the nucleus wasn't actual brain of the cell, even though it contained a DNA and that external signal. But they, what they found out was that the external signal didn't. I mean, what they found out was the external signal to determine which DNA to run. Um, so therefore. The gene is not dictating our complete physical expression. So when we say that, you know, if diabetes runs in the family or high blood pressure or baldness or, you know, like I said, stinking breath or something like that, you know, say halitosis, uh, we say that, that runs in the family, that's not the truth, you know what I'm saying? Because basically it holds memories, but those memories can be um, rearranged back into the essence of the true, you know, the true first thought, best thought. So when we return to the first rest, you know, the head, first beginning top, when we return back to mind, in essence, in turn, what will happen is the initiation of what was originally there in mind, in thought, you know what I'm saying? But as long as we have the expression of the external reality that is, uh, dictating some type of falsitude that's not true and we're living in that base reality, then the external reality will in turn go to the DNA or to the to the cellular membrane. Alright, so that's what I'm getting at. So the cellular membrane is basically what is the it is actually um taking in the information. See the cellular membrane has something that's called integrated membrane proteins. These is like little, these thousands and thousands of little microscopic antennas that are divided into two separate groups. One of the groups is called receptors, and the other one is called effectors. So the receptors are taking in the um, information, right? So when the receptors receive the signal or the information, it then communicates these signals to the corresponding effectors. And then the effectors, in, in turn, reacts to that signal that's given to it by the receptor, and it transmits it to the nucleus of the cell. When it takes it and gives it to the cell, what happens is, if the genetic information, what the genetic information is, it um, basically receives it, and then the protein shifts. So you know, basically, our DNA is encased in a protein sheath. You know, what I'm saying that's a muscle or the cellular membrane, and it's and what is dormant, you know, in the subconscious, what is sleep, the, you know, observed, it then receives the, the light or the right signals, basically uh, that's Haru, the light, and for the cellular expression, for the um, correct expression or whatever expression it may be. So when it receives the, the optimal signal, the DNA will replicate the RNA molecule and then travel out of the nucleus forming new genetic expressions. So if we get in the right signals into uh, basically it would be the cellular membrane with the receptor, remember these are integrated membrane protein, and protein builds muscles, right? But this is a sheath, like the brother was speaking on last week. So that sheath takes in the receptors, takes in the, the information, the light, you know what I'm saying, to root, and then the effectors, 
after it transmits, after the receptors transmits this information or communicates this information to the effectors, the effectors then in turn react to that signal by transmitting it to the nucleus of the cell where our genetic information is, is held. So if it's the right information, when it goes into the DNA, it will then give the DNA the opportunity to replicate into an RNA molecule and travel out of the nucleus, forming a new genetic expression. But when it's the wrong DNA or with the wrong signal, what happens is obstructions, cellular degeneration, basically aging, you know what I'm saying, and um, reversal of what should be taking place. All right, so now I don't want to go too far away with it, but basically um, cellular membrane, so you can even hear it. Yeah, the brother, you know, as we know, the brother, the brother spoke. Oh, he, he has some bomb, like you know, you know, you go listen if you haven't listened to it. It's the metaphysics of uh, muscles and the anatomy, um, the occult anatomy or the science behind that. You know, so check it out, Doctor. Dr. Aline's page, that's Asuru Aline L. Bay. But um, so basically, the, the cellular membrane, see how, how it even is, is stated, membrane, memories in the mind, the brain. You know what I'm saying? So when these collective memories that are all, that are in our DNA, is given the right signal then it will replicate the RNA and then form new, a new set, a new uh, genetic expression. And that's where we can heal ourselves and that's where, you know, black don't crack and all that good, you know what I'm saying? Due to um, it getting, due to the cell basically being able to eat what is proper for it. And we're going to get into it. So what is really properly, what is the most essential um, element that those cells need, and that would be light. You know what I'm saying? Go back to Mu Earth, water and light, light and fire. You know what I'm saying? Well, life and light. Just water and fire, life and light. The cell being 80% water, 20% other, basically protein or acid. 80% alkaline and uh, 20% acid. We definitely need to be dumping a lot of alkalinity over onto that thing. You know what I mean? So, and that that can also be um, that can correspond to breath. Breath is is very breath is basically air. But water is condensed air. So water is a step down um, communication from this corresponds to as being air. All these, everything is one. It's just in the vibration of it and its alteration of its molecular um, scheme, it it changes from one to another, but all is one, you know what I'm saying? As far as undifferentiated energy matter is concerned, everything generated from one or nothing, basically, and then folded over to what we have now. Right, so the cellular membrane, you know what I mean, holds these two these receptors and effectors. And when the, when the, so basically that's saying that 
this external um, information that is dictating our, ju- our genetic expression, and therefore, um, therefore, the signals that the cell receives is mainly determined by these external factors, by way of our eyes, our ears, and you know, our nose, what we are sensing, basically. So, where the membrane, when the membrane receives the signals through whatever orifice, it sends it to the nucleus of the cell. So the behavior of the cell is basically determined completely by external input. Nearly 80% of our cellular expression, our genetic expression, is determined by external input. The other 20%, that's what we, um, that's what we gain genetically through parentage, like our, our skin color, our hair color, our eye color, certain, you know, what our body looks like, our face, and things like that you know, the dimensions and, and then, you know, all that. Where we are now, when we are looking at, you know, things like, okay, I got this problem, I got that problem, it was running the family, we now know that it's not due to our, gen- our genes. You know what I'm saying? They call this epigenetics, you know, look into it as EPI genetics, G-E-N-E-T-I-C-S. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, that's how you spell it. But, yeah. So look into it, epigenetics, um, some powerful stuff. So we have to be very attentive for what type of signal is reaching the cellular membrane. You know, so if we perceive that the signal of the world, you know, we, if we're looking at the, the signals of the world and everything with anger, hate, frustration, stress, and dissatisfaction, then that's what will reflect into the cellular environment. And that causes then degeneration. Due to us not being able to utilize and absorb those physical signals such as um, water and nutrients, because it's going, if, if, if you know, we might be putting all type of good elements into our physical body and into the cells, but if we look, if we still have, because it starts in the mind. So basically, um, basically, it's actually our mind and our perception that has the power to override and, and determine what type of signal reaches the cellular membrane. So first thought, best thought. You know what I'm saying? That first thought is usually null, that's zero. You know what I'm saying? Not saying don't think, but I mean, don't think of, we shouldn't think on a, a, from the world's point of view and try to, you know, recycle that information like it has, you know, so, you know, it's like it's a 100% value with that information. You know what I'm saying? That's why we do our research and that's why we you know, we study and we do our diligence and figure out this stuff because we've been lied to it for a long time. And then when we take taking those lies into our, our cellular membrane and, and it receives it and then gives it, you know, to the actual DNA, the DNA can't use it. But, we, but we're but being frustrated, and if we are doing a holistic thing, we're being frustrated with certain information. It's all that other stuff, you know, those, that anger, that frustration, guilt, whatever it may be, that's residing within our emotions is going to block the water. It's going to block the essential nutrients that are required for um, correct cellular enhancement and genetic enhancement. Basically, um, the hyogamos, you know, saying the uniting of both sides, you know, it's taking place though. It's just you know, it is a process, and the first. It, First and foremost, it starts in the mind. So how are we perceiving our reality 
is going to definitely um, hold check on how the reality is going to be expressed externally and internally because everything starts from internal and then refocuses back out. So most definitely have internal peace. So tell and be mindful. Be very mindful of what we're thinking and what we're saying. And, and, you know, the ideas that turn into thoughts and then the thoughts turn into words that inevitably turn into the actions that we proceed with, we most definitely should notice the ideas and where these ideas are generated from. They come from hindsight, you know what I'm saying? And then when they, you know, hit us in the head, we should, you know, hold on, let me discern or let me, you know, go through this a little bit in mind first before I activate into a physical reality. So, yes, the external signal comes first, and then as we intake it or the input, as we intake this information, it's basically what we tell ourselves by way of the senses that determines our ultimate genetic expression. So it is imperative that we do not hold on to the belief systems that certain things in our life or whatever are caused by genetic inheritance or things in our life that are caused by um, whatever situation that we're in is is not due to um, family or what happened a thousand years ago. We can alter that by thinking clearly first and going back to zero, going back to initiation, you know, the first moment, you know what I'm saying? So as the, the other day as I was riding, I was like, you know, I thought about it, I said, yeah, so, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So let me uh, right here in the, the book, The Ankh, um, African Origin of Electromagnetism by New Ankh Amin. It's a good, good read right here. It's, it's on page, this is page uh, 73, states right here, all living systems have electromagnetic phantoms. The phantoms of atoms and molecules are called photons. They are the essence of nuclear life, governing the energy states of the material world, right? Then on page, um, page 90, says right here, the ionosphere is a mirror image of the electromagnetic emissions from the earth, no matter how faint. The spiritual characteristics of every object on earth are duplicated in heaven because their emissions cause the electrons there to vibrate in such a way as to emit an external electrical image of all their transmission. All right, so being said, in the ionosphere, no. Oh, yeah, last week I said that uh, I was talking about negative ions on natural ecosystems. That's 50,000 units per cubic square. So you have, in natural ecosystems, we have 50,000 units of um, negative ions per cubic square versus, you know, like in the house right now where I'm at, it's 100 units of negative ions per cubic square. So per square centimeter, I mean. So for, for every square centimeter, there's 50,000 units in natural ecosystems. So it's good to get to the beach or to the mountain or somewhere like that, the forest where, you know, especially in the morning when dew is still on the grass, get those deep breathing exercises in, some yoga, tai chi, chi guns, meditate, you just sit out there and just breathe, you know, and have a, a nice time with yourself and get those negative ions 
um, yeah, going back to this, um, so the ion sphere is a mirror image of electromagnetic emissions on planet Earth. And then back on page um, uh, don't you love it when that happens? <laughs> back on page, uh, the page was folded. There we are. Page 73, all living systems have electromagnetic phantoms. The phantoms of atoms and molecules are called photons. They are the essence of nuclear life governing the energy states of the material world. All right, so um, the essence of nuclear life governing the energy states of the material world. The phantoms and atoms and molecules are called photons. That's the father of energy. Then the governs the energy states of the material world. The material world, that's the mother energy. So that's the more. All right, so less is more. Rest more back to the top. The ionosphere is a, has mirror images of everything that's taking place on the planet Earth. So when we're looking at the cell, your membrane, the cell, cell has what? It holds memory. Mirror images of everything that's taking place on the planet Earth, the physical body. That's mm-hmm. above, so below. So if I'm, if my mirror image or if my cellular memory is basically laid potato chips, Kentucky Fried Chicken, you know, pork chops, salt, you know, table salt, you know, iodine. Um, and there was different type of, you know, Coca-Cola. Then that's going to be the expression within my cells, you know, and it, and it causes no degenerative um, attributes to occur within my body, physical body. But also what's going to happen is it's going to be a mirror image in the ionosphere. The ionosphere is right above the exosphere. The exosphere is where we break from this atmosphere, the physical plane, into where we, we're still a physical plane, but out into outer space, basically, out of space, whatnot, whatever. But basically, so if all is the information that's embedded within my cells, my cellular, my Kael spirit of God, is based on the physical reality of set. You know what I'm saying? Set rest, stress. You know, set rest at the darkness of the mind, darkness of the head, darkness, or, you know, darkness will be equivalent to ignorance and how we are in a confused state of mind. But when that stress leads to different, um, the different opportunities to be engulfed in sensual, emotional, um, false sensual, emotional gratification, rather, um, what would happen from, you know, we could say a spiritual sense, basically it's not really spiritual, but spiritual meaning what's taking place above in the ionosphere is going to replicate up there. So if my cells is, is taking in all this information that's, we could say, not healthy, that's based on hell, you know, it's based on the physical reality, then it's going to go to the ionosphere, and re-molecularize back into the late potato chips and bounce right back down to the physical reality, the earth. And that, you know, bounce, bounce, bounce back and forth is going to cause all types of issues because it's not, it's, it's not new. It's not a new genetic expression. It's something old, yet what is, it's not the original cellular expression. And remember what the undifferentiated energy matter's purpose in existence is experience. And experience requires to do something different in creation. I, I, you know, when you think about the attributes of God, God will, will you know, 
word in general is conceptual agreement again. But when we think about the attributes of God, God doesn't create and then sit there and gloat on his creation or her creation or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? God would will create and then, you know, go back to nothing and like, yeah, don't even think about it, not looking back at it and to vibrate with that um, process of creation. Because then when we go to create something new on the next plane, we'll still be focused on, it, it's just going refo- to refold back into what was there prior. You know, so when we have the energy in motion or the motion tangled up in what is taking place and not having a, a, a sense of solitude, basically, a sense of peace within my inner peace, even though we're going to go through it, whatever it is, we have to still go back to zero to where we know that this is not all. We are doing this for a reason and purpose because everybody's not going to pick up on these, on this information the way you know, some are, you know what I'm saying? Some will, you know, through the intelligence, get things. So not to go over the head, we, we still got to, we got to build properly, you know what I'm saying, regardless and not destroy as much of um, the peace that was already there. You know, the inner peace that's always going to be there. That, that, that state of nothing, you know what I'm saying? So comedy, you know, but when we reflected, when the physical reality is reflected back up into the ion sphere, right? The ion sphere is holding atoms, you know, molecules, basically molecules and atoms, and then they as they collect together, they form into the physical reality here, down here, on, on this plane. So if I'm continuously putting whatever in, if, I, if I'm doing Tai Chi and Qigongs every day and deep breathing and all that and practicing certain things, then that's what's going to reflect up there, solely in memory. So as we regain and recalculate and refocus our thoughts and our attention inwardly, then our true self, our innate abilities, would then rise back up to the head, you know what I mean? So that less is more, basically rest more, rest more, Mount rush more, you know what I'm saying? When that happens, when that fire, air, water, and earth are collected together properly and it rises back to the top, then what happens is on so far, you know what I'm saying, that unlimited. And, you know, the, we, we're going through a transition right now. We've been going through it for a minute. And, the, 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 you know, these parasitic alludes are attempting to alter and test God. I, the other day I, I laughed. I was, I, I was thinking about, you know, that, what we, what we, you know, the information and how Brother Jamal had mentioned it. I was like, I was driving up the highway, you know, concentrating on the people. I was like, man, since I... I feel the expression or our original indigenous self resides within the black dot, you know what I'm saying, Minky, that, that single doubt, that single point of singularity, you know what I mean, where nothing really exists like the way we're looking at it, basically. Why, and, and then, you know, they, and these past people little notice, you know what I'm saying, so they know that if there's anything that, as far as the receptors is concerned, as far as the, you know, the, the receptors are receiving this information, if they take, if they can alter all the natural things in existence as far as on the physical plane that would enhance our melanin, our inner melanin, and then when it's refocused outwardly, 
going back up to the top, and we can refocus back outwardly as our indigenous self-aware with our innate ability, then they will slowly but surely be pushed to the side because we'll be able to utilize our um, cognition, basically our intelligence, through sovereignty, basically. You know what I'm saying? Because we'll be self-governing. And if enough people realize or basically see the real lies that are in front of them, and they then get back on track. What happened is, you know, we get online basically, and every you know that's a domino effect of consciousness basically. You know, instead of going down, we'll be rising up, and that's the uplifting of humanity. How can the, how can the humanity be uplifted if it's not from the internal, you know, from the inside first? So we got we definitely need to be able to reprogram our mind state, our mindset. You know, to be able to go into that courtroom and state what's, you know, the truth with our affidavit. Go into these, you know, these places in Congress with the high vibration. You know what I'm saying? You, you'd be surprised with how these, I, I, I'm just stopped by a police officer in one of the most, uh, I guess you say, redneck heat towns in, uh, Matter of fact, with the chief of police in Virginia coming back from VJ a couple of days ago, a couple of weeks ago when we were on vacation, I was speeding through the town. The speed limit was 35, I guess I was going 55 right off the highway. The highway in the country said, go right into the town, which was about two minutes. The town was, you know, about a two minute drive. Real small town, but the sheriff, the chief of the, of the police was sitting right there waiting on him. He knew, he knew, you know what I'm saying? So he pulled me. And um, I thought I didn't have my license in my wallet, so I was like, I'm, I'm going to have to get my license, right? So looking for my license, and he said, well, when you get your license, because he had to go to the car to write a ticket. So I was looking for my license, then I noticed, oh, the license was on the side of the door right there. My wallet was on the side of the door. I get out of the car, and um, just so happened, my um, Tachi business card or whatever fell out, and I picked it up. And as I was walking towards him, he uh he asked me, he said, what he said, what was that or something like that? And I told him, oh, it was my business card. He said, well, what, do, what do you do? And I so I showed him the card and I started explaining it to him. You know, I'm being polite. You know, I was like, yes, sir. yes, sir. You know, yeah, I teach Tai Chi at two different spots throughout North Carolina, and I'm also a certified natural health professional. He looked at the car, then he looked at me with a peculiar eye. I mean, like, he had glass on. He looked at me like, what? Natural health? And he said, yeah, I've been on wine looking at um, natural herbs and teas. Because I have high blood pressure, and uh, my wife wants me to start doing certain things like that, going, you know, more natural with my diet and everything. So, you know, we started talking. I'm sitting outside of the car standing, talking to him while he's in the car with the door shut. He's looking up at me like I'm giving him a ticket. <laughs> I mean, and everybody in the car, they was like, you know, there was a few people in the car on the way back. We were driving. They was looking like, what is he doing back there talking to the police officer like this? You know what I'm saying? Like, he's giving, he's a police officer. Like, I'm sitting there policing him. Like, hey, look, this is what you got to do. <laughs> you know, I'm telling him what herbs to take and, and uh, what's good for, you know, to reduce that. Talking about deep breathing, Tai Chi, and everything, how, you know, 
basically T-Guns, how it regulates the heart and, and pulse and oxygenates the bloodstream, detoxifies the blood. I mean, we went in for a few seconds, but at the end of the day, basically what happened is he didn't give me the ticket. This happened a few times. This is, and this is just off of the strength of attitude and being non-reactive in that mode of where my mind was. I, you know, I could have been fired like that, eh, but I put some water on it. Mother, father, principal. I was active still, but not over fire. Not, you know, I ain't, you know, I wasn't going over, you know, oh, what you pulling me for? I had to speak a little, you know, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't go into, you know, I'm, I'm this and that. So I just went ahead and, you know, went with the intelligence, went with the spirit. He'd initiate the question, and what was that? You know, I was like, oh, this is my business card. Like, well, what did you do? I think I mentioned that I was, uh, yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't have to mention anything about Tachi or nothing like that. She guns or martial arts. But then we started speaking on that, and, and it ended up with no ticket and kept it moving. But good things. So I had to, and, and, and everything, it comes from inner work. You know what I'm saying? If we are basing our reality on, um, what is given to us, and that's going to cause frustration. It's going to cause all type of dilemmas with our emotions because it's going to keep us reactive because we're not really being mindful of who we truly are. We're here to do something, and we can't. You know, just like in martial arts, they teach us not to, um, not to, you know, tense the muscles. You know, stay relaxed. You know what I'm saying? Don't be aggressive in any type of Altercation. It doesn't have to be a physical altercation where you're about to pound this and that, but basically you keep the body relaxed and, you know, and, and settled because once we flex the muscle, the job is done, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, we have to gain, we have to regain that energy to be able to utilize the, the power, and it's going to be less power because we're flexing the whole time. We all, you know, tensed up. So when we relax and we go through it, we have more power to generate external. Uh, so, you know, it, it definitely takes inner work to um, be able to bridge back into our natural abilities and a natural way of being. So that just goes back to how to initiate the, the innate abilities again, with, like what they were building on on uh, in that metaphysical muscle, to go, back, to go into ourselves. You know what I'm saying? So when we go into ourselves and we are bringing up those energies properly, what's going to take place is going to, the the receptor is going to, you know, get that signal to the effectors, and the effectors are going to communicate to the genetic or to the genes, the DNA, and then it's going to re-enliven those dormant cells of our lineage or who we truly are. And then whatever uh, capabilities that we had hundreds of thousands or millions of trillions of years ago is going to pop up and flourish again. And that's what we're going to be, you know what I'm saying, Just deep breathing and, and putting that light back in there and the proper elements, you know what I'm saying, less is more. So, like, when we go to the grocery store and, and we're picking up uh, some food or whatever, we're going to get something, you know, to grub on, we got to remember, you know, look at it like this. We got two things that is very important to us, our time and our money. 
right? And then we have two things that we do through our life, basically, that we're going to spend a lot of time and money on, right? Our finances and our time. That's like the most important things that we seem to be caught up on physical, you know what I'm saying? And those two things that we do with our time and money is basically eat and go to the hospital. I mean, from the time we're born, we're hungry. And where are we born at? Ninety-something percent of us are born in hospitals, right? So when we think about it, we we eat basically to get sick to go to the hospital. So less more. We're having the hospital less more in this in this sense is basically when we are taking in more and more and more being you know consumers. Like, you know, and consuming means to devour, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, like, they were speaking on last, Dr. Aleem and the brother Jamal was speaking on last week. When we're devouring something, that means basically, or consuming something, that means we are devouring. It's gone. There's nothing else left. And they say that we consume. And, and if the cell is consuming something, that means the cell is supposed to devour everything that's in that thing and take in what, it's supposed to take in the nutrients and, you know, and proceed with this growth or this new genetic expression. But since the cell is taking in the um, wrong type of information, it's not the right information, then what's going to happen is blockage is due to um, uh, the non-assimilation of those nutrients or those uh, false items of food, right? So when we're looking at, um, how we can alter that process, less is more. So the less we talk, you know, we gotta first we gotta stop talking to know when to talk. First we gotta stop eating to know when to eat. You know, most, the majority of us think that you know I gotta eat three times a day. You know, every meal I gotta have a big slab or you know some type of meat. You know what I'm saying? That's the first thing I'm eating. You know, the the law of digestion has a, a certain distinct order that we should take or we should intake our, our food. And the, the proper order will be basically uh, the most alkaline, like water or, or what t- whatever type of fluids we're going to be drinking, you know, water, tea. And then we do the juice, you know what I'm saying? So if we have juice, it would be fruit juice. Or whatnot, and then we will eat the fruits if we have fruit as far as our meal on our meal, like in a salad. Then from the fruit, we go into the salad, you know, the vegetables. And then after the vegetables, we eat the grains, you know what I'm saying? Be it like uh, rice, queen oil, wild rice, uh, amaranth, or something like that, you know what I'm saying? And then after the grains, we eat the most protein type of food that would be the meat, or if we eat cheese or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Also, the bread will come before the meat. The proteins in the bread and cheese, that doesn't mix. That's a, that's a bad, that's not a good idea to put those together. Um, bread is a carbohydrate. And, of course, cheese and and um, and meat are proteins. That carbohydrate is basically, uh, has this starch, it has sugar in it. You know what I'm saying? So, but this meat, it has, it has longer um, amino acid chain, so it's going to take longer for it to be processed in the body or to assimilate it or to be broke down in the stomach. So 
therefore, the the body's actually going to attempt to break down, takes longer, being the meat or, or the protein. The protein could be, you know, milk, uh, eggs, meat, you know what I'm saying? But that, that you know, dairy, that's cheese as well. But so it's like if I eat the if I eat a, a biscuit and egg chat sandwich or a cheese sandwich or whatever, or biscuit and egg and cheese, I guess it was out here, with egg and cheese on it for breakfast, and then right behind that, I eat uh, some oranges, which is acidic on the outside. But, you know, I'm putting this protein down in my stomach, then I'm going to eat the oranges, this fruit. What's going to happen is that protein is going to get broken down by the, by the, even more if I eat the oranges first and then eat, I mean, if I eat the, the you know, meat first, and then I eat this, um, this fruit. This fruit is going to ferment while it takes this, because since it's a longer amino acid chain on the meat or protein, it's going to take two to three hours for it to break down in the stomach. All the while, this fruit sitting in this, you know, 97-degree heat, just sitting there for two hours waiting to get this fruit, you know, waiting for this, this turn to get processed by the body, processed by the stomach or assimilating to the body. So it can, you know, go to, you know, says, but since... It, it ferments and it gets petrified, whatever, and it all goes through that process of, uh, of degeneration or getting old in the stomach, turning to liquor, basically, alcohol. That's, going, that's poison, you know what I'm saying? So that poison goes into, from the stomach, it goes into, of course, the other parts of the body. And it affects the, um, the spleen, the pancreas, and the liver, and the gallbladder, most definitely in the kidneys, every part of the body, or every part of the endocrine system. All right, so if that, that's just the order of eating. So it would be wise to, you know, water, fruit, vegetables, like salad or not, then go to the grains, and then the protein. You know what I'm saying? So that's the um, correct order of the law of digestion. It was the, as the, um, the dude Benjamin Franklin stated, in general, mankind, since the improvement of cookery, eats twice as much as nature requires. So the way he's saying is we eating three meals a day. That's two meals more than nature has um, dictated for us or naturally how we are dictated for ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Nature being material. So the divine reflection of ourselves from its, its indigenous status we are we are going against the grain right now as far as how many meals we're eating today. We only need one. I mean, I, I like I today is a hard day, Tuesday, and I worked out and stuff, and you know, you know, so I I cook two meals here at work. I work at a group home. I cook breakfast and and uh, lunch for my my brothers here to live here, and I had ate anything yet. I didn't. I didn't uh, sit down and grow up. I fixed me something at night, a salad and everything. Sat to the side, let it, you know, get them inside, jumping a little bit, you know, outside the refrigerator. And then um, I ate about five o'clock, five something. You know what I mean? Intentionally, you know, and that was my first meal, my only meal that I would have a day. So that one meal a day. And, and you can cut back from that. We eat half a meal. Some some days, you know, we don't necessarily have to eat if we're not doing anything energetically with our physical bodies that we have to regain certain, you know, 
certain nutrients, certain uh, enzymes, certain from the external, and as well as those amino acids. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, working out, sweat, and stuff, we're gonna burn off certain properties that we might want to get back. And I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't want to do no cheap ones at that time and meditate. So I went ahead. I mean, I did, I did later on today, right before the blog, I went out and did some some chicken, a little Thai tea. Did the dragon walk, some back wazan. You know, good things. But uh, all in all, we definitely need to pay attention to what we're putting in so we can um, not be over-consumers, you know what I'm saying, or be that devouring pig. You know, we're not pigs. We're not, you know, set in that in that manner, you know what I mean? So we, we go from the hospital as a baby, hungry and eating, you know, to the hospital as an adult, still hungry, eating, looking for some type of um, pacifier to soothe this, you know, this pain or whatever going on. And but the bro, the, they're not the brother, but part itself, but the dude uh, Henry Kissinger. <laughs> um, I might have edited that, but they not messing. But Henry Kissinger said that. Elders are the elderly are worthless eaters. You know what I'm saying? Saying that you know as we get older, might as well just go ahead and pop them off or something like that because they ain't doing nothing but eating. That don't make sense. I mean, it's just coming from one of those you know secretary things, something like that back in the day. I don't really get into politics, but I know he he had his hand in the, he still does have his hand in the, you know a few things with them uh, parasitical littles out there. All in all. That's based on the public opinion in all capital, you know what I'm saying? And, and uh, you know, that's also based on the manipulation and control of what we call straw man or whatever. You know, I, you got to forgive me. I say whatever and whatnot and all that a few times. But I, I mean it in a certain manner because I don't want to put too much of, of a personal energy on saying that that is an exact truth. You know what I'm saying? The truth of the matter is this is this is definitely an experience. So certain things we gotta get over from an internal um avenue first, from inside. We gotta, we gotta get over all some the blockages that have occurred in the past with our you know, our lineages as they have gone through the experience. We have to refocus their experience back to zero to where it initiated. When we came up additionally, talking us out of the dirt, you know what I'm saying, out of the grain, the soil, with the, with you know, God body, you know what I'm saying? Every living thing on the, on the planet Earth has within it the structure and unity of where it originates from in the God essence. Now, when we walk around, like in America, with this obesity rate off the Richter's, that's not God body in its essence. That's some other stuff going on right there. So when the brother was talking about, you know, I was like, so that's why, you know, we try to, you know, keep our body right and keep these muscles going because that's who we were originally. That's who we were originally. So, you know, I mean, back when, before I, I this from a personal note now, you know what I'm saying, before I, I got really deep into wanting to know who I am, knowledge self, basically, you know, knowledge of what is going on within and why, you know what I'm saying? 
I wasn't too active. I mean, I've always been athletic, but, you know, transition after the age of 20, you know, start getting late, sitting around playing video games, you know, sitting there, living that vicarious reality, letting the reality dictate my life and my actions, you know, smoking all the time, drinking, you know, doing whatever the external input was, and, you know, thinking that that was right, you know, and I was having fun with it personally, you know, but then... I thought about that thing. Oh no, this is not me. This is not who I truly am. You know, as far as who am I? You know, what I'm saying who am I? So you know, so I asked the question, hey, who am I? Next, you know, the impactful question, like Dr. Valentine speaks on, and the answer came a few years later. But in that process, I decided to start working out. You know, I didn't really think about that right there until last week. I'm like, so that's why, uh, you know, conscious brothers and sisters out here trying to get sick because in this week, the God body came out, the womb of the Mother Earth or the Mother, the mother womb of the, of the universe in that degree with, you know, with the, with the muscles intact, you know what I'm saying? So as we're looking at the reflection of family members that may be obese or family members or people in society that may have this weight, these weight issues, it's due to a lack of knowledge of self and basically regenerating that new earth properly, the mother-father principle to allow it to go back to the head and then reawaking those, you know what I'm saying, dormant, uh, that dormant information that's within the cellular structure. Now, it is a lot of controversies out here that may be overweight. You know what I'm saying? Things. I'm not saying that that is wrong, but I'm looking at it like this. How many overweight, I mean, that's naturally been brought to this planet Earth in that manner, animals are there on the planet I mean, they can't manage their own. I know the pig, yeah, the hog or whatever, but that's not naturally been placed on. That was something that was artificially put together by man. Other means, and we know the story on that as far as you know the, the wild boar and uh, Pharaoh goes here, um, putting that together as far as the cat, dog, and rat to be able to clean leprosy up in the um, the mountains, the Caucasus Mountains back in the day. So they they put those together because that that would that wild boar would go in, lick the, the leprosy off of those um, those individual duels that had that that uh, issue. Yeah, still, how many do we know? We, I don't know too many obese animals that come into this plane like that and just, you know what I'm saying, and they continuously each day want to be that way. This is a this is learned behavior. This is what's taking place here on, in America and in general. And this society is, is uh, some, some um, individuals know that if we take control of, our physical by taking control of our internal, then what will happen on the physical reality, what will take place externally will be some good stuff. But basically, I was just like, wow, okay, so that's why we, you know, give away to whatever we, you know, we run and, and jog and we, uh, you know, we do these certain things to activate these energies within, you know what I mean? And, and when we're going through it properly, what would Inevitably, inevitably, what's going to happen is those dormant, that dormant information, you know, those innate abilities will start to accumulate and then they will come back to the top 
that rise back to the top and that lift more, that rest more, you know what I'm saying, the mountain, then we will see the, the revelation of who we truly are, our higher self. And then our true intent will be able to uh, formulate properly. But as long, long as, you know, we, we keep it at the base reality, that mother, father principle, and we don't allow it to uh, activate and nurture us, you know what I'm saying, properly, then then it's going to be what it is, you know, the latest potato chips, protect fried chicken, you know what I'm saying, um, you know, Krispy Kreme donuts and all that. So we spend less time eating, and more importantly, spend less time eating the wrong foods, items, then we spend less time paying for hospital bills for one. And, you know, with this, uh, this, what they call the healthcare thing going on and all that donut stuff and everything with the insurance and all that, we definitely need to be looking into holistic health and holistic ways of living beyond the means of the hospital. You know what I'm saying? And some people say, oh, it's too expensive to eat like that. You know, you can go get two seeds. If you got plot land, like that property or whatever, you can go get Couple of seeds and throw them in the ground. Dirt cheap, really. Throw them in the dirt for dirt cheap. And and, uh, and beyond that too is the fact that uh, you know if you single or even if you have a family and you're living on a budget like that, but if you if you notice when you decide to start eating in this you know holistic meal and because it's based on muscle memory. If I, my muscle memory or if my memory is um revolving around eating three times a day, all I have to do is reprogram it towards revolving around eating once a day. You know what I'm saying? It just takes the initiation and it's the responsibility of that individual to do itself, being a parent or being single or whatever, to be able to go into that and activate it for themselves, you know what I'm saying, and see what it's going to do. But if I'm doing the same thing repeatedly over and over, then that's what it's going to be the next day. So you got to take the time to say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do two meals a day or cut back, you know, on each meal until finally we get to that point where I'm just eating this one thing a day. You know what I mean? And, and when we're looking at it, 90% of the money that we spend is spent on processed foods. And 95% of, our, of the standard American diet, well, you know, is basically processed foods. You know what I'm saying? So, we are eating convenience food, basically, that, you know, that is bought at the local gas station. That's where a lot of us, are, you know, fast food, you know, we stop at every store. Let me go ahead and get back with Chasers. Let me get this, you know, these sprinkles or whatever, some Skittles, you know, M&M, Snickers bar. You know what I'm saying? And this is just based on muscle memory. This is just memory. You know what I'm saying? So I started back blowing blood, right? And you know, I you know, I we go through certain things. It seemed like uh like certain parts of my father passed two years ago around this time, it was June of uh so I went through a transition in with his past and all that then this last year I went through it again, just so it seemed like this year it just popped up and I'm like, What the heck is this? You know what I'm saying? So I, this time I was like, Oh, I'm gonna control this thing, I'm just gonna make it an experiment. So what happened is, as I stated earlier this this summer, 
I went ahead and did a three-week experiment on myself where I was um, taking in everything against my um, blood type diet. But, you know, so I'm eating all this stuff, especially the oil, but I started gaining weight and noticed the inflammation. I'm like, oh, wow. All right, so the last month, I was like, yep, this time is August. We're getting in, about to go into, you know, late summer, about to go into autumn. I got I to gotta go ahead and purge and get this away from me. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it didn't take but a week or a couple of days, but when my brother came to me, he said, well, you know, so, what, what, how'd you do it? How'd you just stop like that? Again, you know, just, you don't want it no more. Muscle memory. I went back to the reference point to where I wasn't, you know, partaking in, in blowing the bullet, right? So, I just went back to what I was doing when I was no longer participating with smoking marijuana. So what was I doing? Meditating every day. I was doing my Tai Chi every morning, getting up at 5 o'clock, you know, um, um, eating one meal a day, um, basically drinking first thing in the morning, drinking some water, drinking my um, my little, like, wheatgrass blend with the um, plant protein and some vitamin D3 and doing all those things, you know. So I went back to that. You know, because while I was blowing the buzz, like, I would stay up at 3 o'clock eating um, so-called, uh, you know, I would eat ice cream with chocolate chip, I mean, with ice cream with uh, them Oreo cookie-type things, the so-called gluten-free, like, all type of ingredients in it, you know what I'm saying, and just watching myself, like, degenerate, like, look at me, well, you know what I'm saying? So I went back to zero, went back to less and more, you know what I'm saying? So I'm putting in a lot of this. Stuff, even though it's supposedly, you know, non-GMO and all that, it still came in a box. You know what I mean? And being that it's in a box, that's not natural. You know what I'm saying? It, you know, processed food is basically anything that isn't directly from a vine, bush, tree, or from the earth, and that's considered it being processed. You know what I'm saying? The Bible. Statement goes, and I put it on the um, on the slideshow right there. The King James version, I, I think. What is it? Uh, Psalms. I mean, uh, Genesis twenty-one. I don't know, twenty-nine, something like that. But it says, and God said, "Behold, I have given you every herb-bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed. It shall be your meat." So what they're saying is every herb bearing seed, every herb that's on the planet, and every tree that has fruit coming forth from it, that should be our meat. That should be our food. Right? So that process stuff or whatever ain't natural. I mean, even if we thinking it's just going to say non-GMO and all that, you know what I'm saying, it has ingredients that have been added to it. So therefore... Even like with the food, the, the produce, you know, they put in that pesticides and pesticides and, then and, you know, irritating it and all that stuff. It's causing dilemmas within the cellular uh, regeneration as well. But it's best to get that light food, like fruits and vegetables, because it's eating it from, it's getting directly from the sun, unless they're doing some hybrid stuff and mutations that in, like, in a lab where they're growing it in a lab and it's artificial light and everything. So it's best to grow your own if possible, and do what you got to do it on your own land. 
So, you know what I'm saying? So that protest stuff is not uh, directly connected to our natural self or our natia, our divine self. And we, you know, as some people, we do have uh, the tendency to get caught up on how the emotions is telling us certain things, taste, feel, whatever, you know what I'm saying, smell, look, you know, so it can definitely depress our vitality, and it can cause uh, other things to appear externally because our energy level inside is so chaotic and so caught up in a frenzy that the external reality is just going to, you know what I'm saying, remember that. Remember, this ionosphere is bouncing back. There's it's a muscle within our, the whole universe. You know what I'm saying? It, it affects us in, in and receptors within the whole universe. Remember, the cell is just a macro. It's just a microcosmic um, um, represent, representation of the macrocosmic. The macrocosmic is just a representation of the microcosmic. Right? So if whatever, you know, again, if, if it's Dunkin' Donuts and Domino's Pizza, that's going into the cells, and that's what's going to bounce off this mirror up in this ionosphere and going to keep on coming back as that right there. So less is more. So when we do less or we don't, you know, just breath every, just breathe, and then we, we get to our highest potential, what's going to happen is it's going to pop straight out because none of those things are going to be represented as far as in a, 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 a mirror image as far as, like, Recalculating and recycling that information on the molecular sense or atomic sense in this realm of existence on a physical, so it's going to, it's going to pretty much slip right out of the ionosphere and go to the exosphere as far as that black dot is concerned. It could be able to free roam and free do its traveling as a you know as a as a traveling mind. You know what I mean? That black dot, but as, as, you know, and when that takes place in the, and we have uh like optimal type of uh, sense, when we have, like, control or set control over it, that's when we can go into the dream state and bring that information back here or even utilize or bring, we can actually bring the information from our dream state as well as externalize it and manifest it, you know what I'm saying, and cause the dreams to become reality. So that's getting out of our dreams, you know what I'm saying, what we get out of our dreams will, in essence, um, can actually take place in the physical realm when we're not focusing all that energy from this physical reality back into the physical reality. We got to break up out of here. How do we break up out of here? Physically, like right now, how can I leave this state of being? You know what I'm saying? That's just by just going back to normal. By looking at this reality as an illusion, externally, and knowing that we are co-creators and we are formalizing everything that we are noticing in this reality to be real and true, even though this is just what we're realizing, you know what I'm saying, they're real lives, but it's not, in essence, the truth. The truth is the experience, you know what I'm saying? That's how we gain the truth. But right now, we live in falsehoods and chaos because it's Dunkin' Donuts and, and and pizza, you know, that we're reflecting on. So less is more. And I ain't saying be be a, a, a overzealous and just go out and don't eat nothing ever, you 
you know, do the best thing or anything, you know, whatever and stuff like that. But minimize and have self-control. This have self-discipline. You know what I'm saying? And, and that takes a little time, like I said, to start minimizing slow moderation, you know what I'm saying? Slowly but surely, cut back on that that meat, whatever it may be, you know what I'm saying? Each meal, start cutting back on that meat. Start adding more vegetables, live vegetables with live enzymes, you know what I'm saying? All right, so I'm going to go into some of the um, – I, I got this little package called the Enlightenment Package, and it uh, gives – it's a, it's a package that gives a little detail on how to um, regain your vitality, you know, basically obtain, retain, and cultivate your your personal energy so that you can become enlightened. And enlightened is it's spectacular, but basically it means being able to regenerate yourselves properly, you know what I'm saying, through the light, and being able to self-heal and then heal others, you know. And, uh, you know, that, that comes with the Opus Magnus or that great work. So that, that alchemical um, process of turning lead to gold, you know, by way of certain uh, techniques. And one of them is definitely a mindfulness, and, and one of them is definitely uh, deep conscious breathing, sitting and still, you know. So part itself. So... Let's get into the mind. See, the mind is, in essence, an infinitely uh, developed structure that can be conceived as a portal. It's like it's a, it's a, a doorway for the reception and transmission of thought of light and sound. So the mind can also be viewed as a vault or storage space for prior recognition of self or soul or what we term as memory to creative thought. So as the mind grows, the knowledge of self or our soul grows perpetually and simultaneously as one unit. In this in this transition, during the transition, what is being performed is at an individual minute self-determined level to take the responsibility of their individuated dual self to proceed with, yet at a greater macrocosmic interdependent connection with all. So the collective conscious is only as strong as its weakest link. All of it is energy, right? Yet if the collective conscious has an energy blockage within that link, then the whole collective conscious will have an energy blockage. Now, there's going to be a strong links all the way through there. We're doing what we got to do, doing what we got to do, you know what I'm saying? But the, the concept is, is the grand unification theory in quantum physics. But it's also equivalent to the Karas consciousness and development of our light body. So the collective right now is coming around to where they, they open up, the, you know, Go to Walmart, you see 100 people in the produce, produce section, any grocery store. Everybody in the produce section is like, oh, boy, I got to get healthy, you know what I'm saying? But basically, they do it, you know, I don't want to knock that hustle, but they doing it because they don't want to die, or whatever they fear death. But, you know, a lot of people fear death because they don't know where they're going when they, you know, transition. They they don't have, a, you know, a, a, a true 
definitive of what might take place. You know, so they haven't seen, or, or even if they, you know, they might be religious and they might, you know, have a, a certain spiritual system that tells them that they, you know, they live a good life, they go to heaven, and if they live bad, they go to hell or whatever. Even with that, they still have uncertainties because that is just a physical concept, you know, of some type of activity that they don't know if it's truth or not. It's something some man has told them. Until they go there and they visit heaven or whatever they, you know, might contemplate as being heaven, you know, I've seen these little broadcasts on TV where little dudes said they passed away, went to heaven and all that. You know, it's still media. You know, that's cool. That, but the collective conscious can develop and bring about certain, you know, um, realms within. Because, you know, there's infinite possibilities within the universe, you know. So you put enough energy and thought to something, and especially since we have parallel dimensions and alternate realities, and these overtones are right here present. Right here, right now, under our nose. We breathe it in, we breathe it out every day. So most of us overlook the fact that, you know, it's something going on in another universe that is in the structure of, you know, the dust particle. That's a whole other universe right there. Something's happening. You know, but, and we the giants looking at this universe like, wow. You know what I'm saying? The giants up there now. You know, Christ's consciousness is. That light body, that's the light body, that's the the body of Christ that they talk about in church, you know what I'm saying? The church is the body of Christ, you know what I mean? But kairos, you know, so spirit rising, so that ka, spirit, ras is rising, going back to um, resh more, you know, more, that's that mother, father principle, that's that spirit, and resh, that's rising. So when that intelligence rises, when intelligence comes back, when when we speak to the genetics within and we tell the genetics, new poo or soul, you know, I am the Lord of the perfect dark. Perfect dark, that's the immaculate source. You know, that's melanin. So if you if we are the one that is overseeing that aspect of our true self, then those abilities that we we're talking about, those nine gifts or whatever, are going to come back. You know what I'm saying? So those those abilities, which it is us, you know what I'm saying, whatever those gifts may be, that is us truthfully in our um, indigenous um, being or our indigenous self, our, our true self, our higher self, that God body, you know, the body of Korach, that perfect body. And that's the ultimate state of completion from which Nothing can be added or taken away. The old saying is in church, you know, heaven and hell may fade away, but my Jesus, Karat, would never fail. You know, someone's calling. It's all good. I'll get back with him in a minute. All right, so this this uh, perfect spiritual, mental, emotional, physical balance it can also be, that can be equated or equivalent to the dragon of his body also entitled to try on self or to know or to think or to do it. But that the dragon's body, that's that, that mother-father principle in one, you know what I mean? Yet that unification, the grand unification theory, when that mother-father principle comes together as collective, 
No, either one of those are going to be overpowering. It's going to be a unification. So that's 50 50 to make 100%, and that's completion. You know? So I think that was also symbolized that completion was symbolized with a circle and a dot. You know what I'm saying? That, that symbol was, in essence, that truthfully who we are that dot, that circle, that point. You know what I mean? That's that's that. That miracle ball or whatever, you know, that's what's just floating around out here, you know, in this physical reality um, in certain in certain manners, you know what I'm saying? And that's what, that's that giant, too. You know? But when we're looking at symbols like that, like the circle and the dot, we got to remember that symbols have a very, um, very powerful way of directing its information into the subconscious mind and and bypassing the conscious mind due to the fact that symbols are easily absorbed and, and meditated on. You know, like the Siri um Siri Yantra symbols or whatnot, like in, in the mandalas in uh in, in um Hinduism, Brahmanism and, and you know, different types of uh that spiritual system as far as like Buddhism and stuff, they got those mandalas. But when we focus on those symbols it goes straight to subconscious realm. And these days, you know, we got symbols all over the place that are hidden in plain sight. But we overlook them. It's right under our nose. And we, you know, they're in strategic different areas in our environment. They And they intentionally generate an impulse of energy that sparks, initiates the collapsing of what uh, in physics they call the wave function due to the synthetic psychic information that's embedded within those symbols. So whatever the wave was originally and naturally supposed to be doing, it's now going to collapse that function because the physical reality is now observing it. Remember in the in collapsing of the wave function was the old uh, test with Albert Einstein and all them where they was, uh, you know, testing electrons and particles, and they found that when they threw the thing through through the particles through there and the double slit and all that, that the particle would um turn into many different wave patterns. You know what I'm saying? And it would it wouldn't just go through one or two. It would actually when it went through the two, it would turn into many different, you know what I'm saying, um ways on, on the on the um, wall or whatever they were shooting these particles out of I mean onto. But what they have noticed though when they want to sit in there and calculate it. What happened is, um, instead of it turning into a wave, it went back to functioning as a physical property. It just went back to being, you know, particles of light and going back into that one stream or whatever. So it alternated. It altered the, the function of its natural ability of doing something, you know, new into and, and whatever the synthetic psychic information being in this case, it was the observer changed the natural ability of it to um, initiate its higher purpose, its higher senses. So as long as we're looking at something, you know what I mean, it's going to regenerate back into the physical reality and not go into um, what it's naturally supposed to be doing. 
So, you know, we, like we're playing the video games and we're watching this and doing that or just the senses are just caught up in this reality like that to talk about, then it's just going to keep you focusing that energy back externally because of that muscle memory. So less is more. So cutting back, you know, moderating, you know, first and foremost, cutting back on all things, you know, what we're looking at, less is more. You know what I'm saying? What we're listening to, less is more. You know what I'm saying? Who I'm around, less is more. So that's how, because that's, basically I went back to that. I, I actually put my room upstairs. I used to have my room downstairs in the house, and we got a studio downstairs, you know what I'm saying, as well. So a lot of energy coming in there, I'm like, oh, Lord, oh, oh, oh. You know, so that muscle memory of, of where I was a few years ago started coming back. And I, I'm like, I, I'm supposed to be stronger than that. What's going on? You know what I mean? I just prepared myself to listen, right? I'm supposed to be good, you know. Why does it take a place? But, you know what I'm saying, I get thanks, though, because this is this is why, you know what I'm saying. You know, we can't go through life asking that question, why? Because that means we're confused, you know what I'm saying. I, and I see it, and I'm like, okay, the symbol is right here. These, these things are taking place, you know what I'm saying. So less is more. So I've been, I've, I now moved my bedroom upstairs and, you know, no one comes up there. And it's, uh, you know, I mean, I got my little meditation spot. I, get, I wake up in the morning. I go up there at 5 o'clock. I'm meditating, window open. Yeah, peace, too. I just I just went there. See, that muscle memory, you know. <laughs> See, so we can go right there. Into, that's what you do, though. You know what I'm saying? You get to a point where you do this every day. You meditate and you're building up your internal reality in a state of, in a state of internal peace. What's going to happen is anytime you want that internal peace back and you get to, like, that situation where somebody's doing something, doing something, just, Take that deep breath, you're going to fold, you're going to fade right back into your internal peace, into your power, your self-power, you know what I'm saying, your sovereign self, your self-governing self, your indigenous self, and that's within, you know what I'm saying. The piece of paper is just a representation outside of who you truly are inside, you know what I'm saying, as above, so below, as below, so above, you know, so, so less is more, as I was saying Less TV because the population is completely stuck to the TV and radios, and they don't know that it's hypnotizing them and keeping them, you know, in that state of awe or whatever. You know what I mean? And you know, it's entertainment. When entertainment is defined as something that's an agreeable uh, occupation of the mind, something that occupies our mind that's supposed to be agreeable. That's entertainment, and it's not really that agreeable, though. And we don't need anything occupying our mind that's not natural. And most of the things that we're looking at on the television tube is not naturally meant to enhance any process of our physical existence. In that matter, you're talking about from all aspects of who we are. You know what I'm saying? And if my internal reality, well, my external reality, what's going on outside of me, is really based on what's going on inside of me, then that means it's on null, it's on zero, because the original self that's circling in the dot, you know what I mean, that's completion, that's the first cell, doesn't recognize this stuff the way we do. You know what I'm saying? As that first cell, you know, was, you know, materialized to all these 76 trillion, 100 trillion cells, um, 
if it's not done properly, then what's going to happen is, you know, we're going to, the sailors going to have failing memories of, that's based on the spiritual reality, and that's that fear element, that smack on the, you know, on the ass as you come out the wound, start crying like mama, you know, soothe me, pacify me, what just happened, that hurt. And then they're cutting men's penis, you know, they cut out, you know, whatever. So that that memory is we take that on, you know, as far as most of the memory is concerned, not selling your membrane. So now we, you know, always, on, you know, on guard. You know, got to watch the step. Got to, you know, we're looking over our shoulder. We never know because we're living in a perpetual state of fear because how we come into this plane in the hospital, then we eat, you know what I'm saying? And from there on, we're looking for something to eat to try to forget, you know, that smack on, you know, coming out, you know, our initial getting beat up as soon as we come into the physical reality. Now we're trying to fight everything and everybody on on this plane, you know, but less is more, you know, really, you know what I mean? The less we deal and participate with certain things externally, the more we will see our true reality manifest right before our eyes. Like I said, a few years ago, I didn't know I was going to be teaching the Tai Chi up the street. And I, de- I definitely didn't know. And I get thanks, brother, Dr. Alim and, and Sister I definitely didn't know I was going to be involved with stuff like this right here. This was not even a... a even a grain of thought. I mean, I'm being honest. I didn't think twice. Of that. This is not. This wasn't part of my man back like four years ago. I didn't see this. You know what I mean? As far as me physically thinking, you know what I'm saying. But the intelligence has something else in order, I guess. You know, I mean, just because I'm right here doing these, these, these blog talks and bringing forth a little information, I get thanks for the ancestors for the um star. You know, for the you know the answers that reside within our DNA. And that innate information, that dormant information, being able to rise back up and come out of the mind properly, first off, best off. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, you know, I'm like, I'm thinking back, you know, like, wow. You know, just yesterday, I was sitting at the table busting down bags of dope, sniffing up, thinking I'm, uh, you know, what the world telling me. I'm Scarface. Look, I'm on top of the world. No, you're not. You know what I'm saying? That is not on top of the world. No. That's the world on top of me. You know, look, my Plymouth Rock landed on me. I didn't land on Plymouth Rock, right? You know what I mean? So I get thanks because, you know, just uh, picking up that phone took a minute. You know, we build courage and we build, we, when you let go of certain things and that first off, best off, it took me a couple months. I ain't going to front. Sometimes we're going we to be distracted or we're just going to, has like a, a, the tendency to uh, have a little fear, a little false experiences appearing real, you know, but face everything and relax. Just relax. Take that breath and, and go through the motions of getting better, not, you know, going backwards in that sense. You know what I'm saying? The one foot in front of the other, open up them doors. And it's all dependent on the, the responsibility of each one of us, you know what I'm saying? So that muscle memory, we can reprogram ourselves, basically the DNA, to um, be able to initiate that process, that alchemical process of regaining who we truly are from the state of zero, from that undifferentiated energy matter or 
Asuk no. Asuk all. And when we get that, when we get to that point, I'm still, I'm still working on it. I ain't percent. But I give thanks to the ancestors giving the information, and you, will, you know, what I'm saying all of us out here, all of us brothers and sisters out here, are here collectively in this, you know, this macrocosmic universe. All of us, and we have our macrocosmic universe individually as individual dual selves. You know, what I'm saying that dual self basically means the mother, father principle. That's that new earth. Right, so that that fire and that that water, that light and that water. I mean, that light and that life, when they interconnect, that brings about um the most um, divine representation of who we truly are. You know what I'm saying? And that's that onstar, that ancestor, but that onstar is equivalent to the breath, the intelligence. Remember, inside, we speak to our gene. So whatever we're telling our gene continuously is going to be digested. Whatever we ingest is going to be digested into the cells. First by mind is what we're telling ourselves. It ain't just necessarily the items or the, you know, the elementals that we take in and absorb through food or water or whatever. It's the mind that contributes to that. And digestion basically Digest and die means contribute. Um, shun, that's the infinite cycle, that, you know what I'm saying? Ingest means um, um, to finish, basically. So um, the contribution to the continuous natural cycle until finished, that's digesting. You know what I'm saying? So when we digesting information, that means we are contributing to the continuous natural cycle until finished. And we know ain't nothing going to be finished. Basically, it's infinite. But we're continuing to that infinite process. So that's why when indigestion occurs, what's taking place internally is going to take place externally. So we're not going to see the continuous natural circuit of this infinite cycle, you know, this, this infinite thing or process taking place because we have indigestion, and that means it's a blockage. That means we're not assimilating those nutrients to be able to open up those, you know, um, degenerated cells and then replenish those cells with vitality or with the light or root going back into a soil and waking, you know, those, those uh, putting those fragmented pieces back together, you think. You know what I'm saying? So get that light in. It's that, you know, wake wake up saw, you know what I mean, the sleeping giant, and and resurrect our true self, our innate ability. You know, it takes a little minute, but what, like, you know, like, you know, what we got, but forever, you know what I'm saying, don't panic, don't, don't go out there in a frenzy and, and just be like, oh, I got to get it done today or else. You know what I'm saying? That's going to add more stress. Relax. Get it done. We're going to we get it done. We just breathe. You know what I'm saying? Don't forget to breathe. Don't forget. Don't hold your breath. You know, basically, that's going to, you know what I'm saying, cause more fear. Because when we do breathe, finally breathe, it's going to be somebody scaring our ass. <laughs> and we're going to lose <laughs> breath of kids. You know what I mean? But um, just looking at 
what's going on, certain things, and I, you know, as far as how we take it in stuff, we definitely need to be attentive, and less is more. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to good digestion, basically everything matters. You know, emotions, attitude, lifestyle, when we eat in, um, habits around the dinner table, like we talking and carrying on a conversation while we're eating, that's going to bring oxygen to the stomach and cause belching. That's indigestion. You know what I'm saying? If we are in a chaotic environment where a lot going on, TV's on, radio playing, and especially if it's not good suits and music like some, you know, like some classical music, soul music, reggae, something that's, you know, uplifting, and we listen to rap and, and some stuff like that while eating, that's going to cause indigestion because our mind is going to be caught up on that music. It's best to, if we're going to eat, eat the just music, not words. Um, you know, um, if we are um, if we're driving and eating, that's going to obstruct, that's indigestion. If we're uh, walking and eating, that's indigestion going to take place. Uh, you know, um, it's, it's other things that can get in the way of the absorption and assimilation of nutrients. You know, nutrients, that's nutrition. You know what I'm saying? Basically, that's nutrition. Shin meaning continual cycle or infinite cycle in the tier divine. So nu- nutrition is divine, infinite cycle. So if there's obstructions within our, our digestion, you know, Digestion is contributing to the continuous natural uh, infinite cycle, basically. If there's an obstruction within that, then the nutrients or nutrition, which is nutrition, divine cycle, won't take place, that divine cycle, you know what I'm saying, to where um, whatever it is internally will be able to Resurrect and come forth, or soft. You know what I'm saying? From the darkness. You know what I'm saying? Per dim to walk in the in the light. You know what I'm saying? Digestion is not just the way we put the food in. Is is you know what I mean? It's basically the source and assimilation of the nutrients for the construction and the repair of ourselves, and also the nourishment of the whole body, you know what I'm saying? The way we are in all our social interactions, we revolve around the questions of have I, you know, did I eat or did you eat or what do you want to eat, where do you want to go to eat, Um, you know, if we stop doing that, what's going to happen? If we stop eating, the world just ain't going to be the same. It's like that's part of our whole conversation. One, you know, one of the main things, like I said, that we do with our time and our finances is eating, and the other one is going to the hospital. You know what I'm saying? So we want to be healthy, wealthy, and you know, have a happy life. We definitely want to, you know, invest in less is more. Rest is more. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, cutting back on certain things that we're doing as far as the intake of food, you know, is concerned, could put more finances, you know, more happy, we would have more available finances. 
and I was saying earlier, it, it doesn't take that much money for um, to eat healthy. You know, once you start doing it, we start moderating and cutting back. One meal a day, really, you know what I'm saying, versus going to a restaurant or a fast food or stopping at the store or getting $400 worth of grocery every month, you know what I'm saying, or even more in some cases. You know what I'm saying? And that, that $400 a month, that's basically like, what, 400 times uh About five thousand dollars or something like that, six thousand dollars right in there a year on food. That's just four hundred dollars a month. That's coming from where I'm standing. That's how much, that, and that's personally like me by myself. On the note, back a, a few years ago, I remember I was spending about four hundred dollars a month on food, but it wasn't just food. I was also supplementing, getting other things like that too. You know what I'm saying? Throughout the month, so cutting back could can definitely put. Um, you back, put it back on, on in the ball game as far as financially if we're not eating as much, especially out. You know what I'm saying? It's best to cook our food anyway. We're gonna, we'll fix our food at home. I ain't going to say cook all the time. Cause when we do cook our food, we're taking away the live enzymes that's available in our fruits and vegetables. So it's best to at least attempt to get to that 80, 20%, if not even more, 90, 10%. It's doable. You know, I, I do it. You know, I majority of my food throughout the day of being is raw. You know, I I, I I eat a I do the cook thing three times a week, two to three times a week with grains. You know, what I'm saying oatmeal or some, some grits or um, you know the quinoa, black rice, white rice, things like that. Every once in a while, when I feel like I need it, when the body now. Summer, I was doing it just like, yeah, I ain't had no control, no self control, basically. Like I said, I, but then I went back. I went back to my muscle memory. Went back to where that reference point was into that point of null, you know what I'm saying? The point of zero. So when we, we stop eating, we see the world differently somewhat. And, you know what I'm saying? I mean, basically, if we did stop eating, we, we would look at everything a little bit different. It wouldn't be the same. The body would be able to reorganize itself. Now, I ain't going to say stop eating every, all day, every day, but the body would actually be able to um, get out of that chaotic state. You know, so it is wise to fast, intermediate fasting. Let me go into these... Um, To this uh, information. Oh yeah, I have placed. Uh, I did not look at that picture on there. That's Hunza. That whatever people of Hunza, those two, is um, to say Caucasians or whatnot. They, they live over in Pakistan in the um, Himalayas. It's a it's a community of this town called Hunza in the Himalayan mountains of Pakistan. And these individuals, they, that's one of the blue zones where. Um, where the individuals that dwell in those areas, they actually um, estimate estimate their ages. They live from 100 to 100 in that area. And um, the thing about these guys is um, 
they don't have any diseases, ulcers. Nine-year-old men are actually having children over there with seventy-year-old women. They got this. They got. They had a generally um, recreation where they have volleyball games, and the youngsters from the age of sixteen to fifty go against all the older um, um, men and women who are seventy to seventy to one hundred and forty-five. And normally, the older men and women win this volleyball game. Also, in this this town of Huntsville, there are no crimes, no jails, no taxes, banks, no divorces. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They live long, happy, satisfying, productive lives that are in harmony with themselves and everyone around them. And why so? How do they live? Why do they live like this? How are they living like? Well, how are they living? Not just why, but you know. Wow, because it's natural. But how are they doing it? They're doing it naturally. The part itself, my phone kind of, you know, going through that, that doing that thing, doing a little dance, and a little move, and right night. All right, with that said, I'm going to put something up. I'm going to play a song real quick and then come back in afterwards. Uh, what you guys want to hear? I know what I want to hear. I know what I want to hear. And I'm gonna I'm gonna come back with some information about these Hunter guys real quick. Dear yeah, thanks. This is uh the Nagas right here. This is brother um Kamos, brother Haru, and the brother good doctor um Asuru Alim El Bay right here doing the thing on on the track, Ride Nobles. Peace to the God. You already know, man. Yo, yo, yo. Bohemian wizardry, you fraud them thieves be killing me. The enemy is close. You vote lies on our identity. I feel like he who stepped, architect like M. Hotel. Son had the son himself to guard deadly with the art. I fit dark with a slit heart. You can feel it in your bone marrow before the shit starts. Standing in the cold with a scroll that was written in gold. Behold the old glimpse that was never untold. Infinite like the eight seven dwelling in your melon. No felon though the unrighteous say that I'm rebellious. I'm primal. My rhymes suicide. I worship no idols. My style of all the gems going down in a spiral. You stuck in your root. My intelligence past my cool. The God is the truth. Every time I step in the booth, you stepped on the stoop. Got scooped and swooped in my loop. Do the knowledge, whack them seeds, get played like blue. It was the son of the saw, a gift from the gods. Who rules flying through the sky with golden wings. Submerged into the light, knighted by the golden king with the scepter of justice. Melanin cultivating chi until we are Ethereans. Finally becoming one with the righteous sun. Solar, souls are raw, magnificent glow with unconditional love. Scattered rays for days from the heavens above. Soul below, the souls trapped in the lowest depths of hell. Incarnated into 76 trillion cells to break free. We must be refined, masculine and feminine properties combined. The devil is the author of confusion. 183,000 divisions. Denomination sets close schisms and isms. Though isn't it written in the Bible that Jesus spoke in parables? The scriptures and gospels aren't just historical. Many passages weren't meant to be taken literal. Most of it is allegorical based on esoteric principles. Baptist versus Methodist, Pentecostal holiness versus Jehovah Witness, Mormons versus Seven Day Advances, skeptics, atheists, and agnostics, divine and cosmic tactics of the reptilians, lower fourth dimensional aliens. So beware of the draconian Satanists. Though they aim to imprison all true beings through ignorance. So we crush the head of Leviathan. Battle my control. Brainwashing indoctrination, using religious, politics, education, economics, health and labor, entertainment of 
In this chessboard game called life we've all been pawns Puppets on strings controlled by demonic spawns You can't run with the devil and walk with God
basically uh, African dialect LWA, but the law in uh, like Yoruba, Yoruba religion, whatnot, is uh, it's the spirit. You know what I'm saying? LWA. But that's where we get the word law LAW from as well. So law, natural law, you know what I'm saying? LWA is the natural spirit, the natural way of living or being or who we are naturally. But, you know, they, you know, put the flip on the words and everything, rearrange things in our mind and everything. So we look at law, we like, you know, subconsciously, like, oh, yeah, we got to follow the law because we got to, you know, follow the spirit or the intelligence properly. But since those blockages have occurred, and remember, symbol goes directly to the subconscious mind that bypasses the conscious mind. The conscious mind, you know, we see law, L-A-W, or we see the stop sign, I got to stop. But the subconscious mind is like, oh, Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. So we reflected on physical reality as definitive in action of what the thing is saying, law, L-A-W, or stop, S-T-O-P, yet the subconscious mind is only giving us that, is giving us that spark to say, yeah, that's what it's supposed to be, but all those other blockages, all the other distractions that have occurred within the reformulation of that first cell into the 76 trillion to 100 trillion cells, has now said that this LWA is LAW, you know what I'm saying? So reprogramming, you know, rearrange those words. Don't, it don't necessarily got to be what it's saying in front of us, you know what I'm saying? But those individual selves over there in Honda, you know, they they doing it big at 150 years old, you know, still kicking it. And probably can even do it better, you know, even longer. But they're also up in the high elevation on the mountain with these negative ions. So they meditate and they're getting all these, you know, these properties and these elementals into their, you know, their endocrine system, into their internal cells, and that reorganizing of those that information, probably that light going deep into their subconscious state, it, it then goes back out into the external reality and they live in happy. You know what I'm saying? Because they have inner peace, they have inner happiness, they have it yourself. You know. <clears throat> so, all right. So that they uh they also they don't have cancer. There's no cancer there. No nothing like that. No limbs or ailments that's taking them away at 40, 50 years old, even younger now here in America. But they don't have that there. And it's one secret that they have. That you know, and side, the doctors know. Some doctors have found out about the medical field. Have found out about this thing. It's called B seventeen. B seventeen is found in the seeds, dried seeds of apricots. But it has this type of. Uh, I, I was going. That's what I was going to deal with. I didn't uh, submit to memory altogether, but I had. I was going. Uh, what this B seventeen does? It takes cancerous cells. And eats the cancerous cells within the body, within you know, and then in turn it initiates the spark to regenerate healthy cells. Now that's in a person with cancer. It doesn't have any type of effect on a person without with you know, that doesn't have cancer. It's just you eat an apricot seed or whatever, and it's prevents. You know what I'm saying? So to prevent, I think it was like they would eat three 
apricot seeds a day or something like that. But if a person has cancer or anything, now this is what doctors have, have found out through studies, but if a per, when they were giving it to cancer um, patients, they was giving them uh, 30 seeds a day. And within a few months, cancer resided, it was gone. You know, I mean, it was, you know, it was no longer there. All right, so if you know someone with cancer or you may have, uh, it don't even have to be cancer. It's just a disease state, a chronic problem. You know, it may be a Crohn's disease. It may be fibromyalgia or something or hypoglycemia. Just some apricot seeds, dried apricot seeds. They, they're not putting it on the market as yet because, of course, you know, they want us to have cancer. They make money off cancer like that. You know what I'm saying? They probably haven't found out a way to regulate the, the sales on that, uh, you know, to get that revenue properly from or whatever from putting that on the market. The apricot seeds, but apricot seeds, dried apricot seeds. Look into it. B17 is what it's called. B17, vitamin B17. Um, do your research on that. But that can that will kill cancerous cells within the body and uh, rejuvenate and regenerate healthy cells. All right, so these, this is going to go into the secrets of vitality um, real, real nice here. Secrets of vitality, the primary means for assimilating the life force and thereby experiencing high vitality are through lucid foods, breath, and calmness of mind. Now, loose food is whole foods versus uh, empty foods, empty calorie foods. You want whole foods that has everything that nature intended for it to have in it. That means high-quality, organic, fresh, uncooked foods are best for receiving the life force uh, through solid food. And that is um, where the highest enzyme content is. Thereby, it will facilitate um, the utmost optimal digestive process. And all, the metal, and all the metabolic processes in our body are enzyme-dependent. Remember that. So we need live enzymes in order for the digestion of uh, and the assimilation of those properties into our body properly so we get that energy or that vitality that's necessary. So when we have we have cooked foods that's dead food, dead, no live enzymes. You know, the body has to do a lot of work to get digestive enzymes in improperly to assimilate those foods. You know what I'm saying? So th- that also causes other things to happen in the long run um, due to the body having to go to another organ system to, to get to replenish those enzymes needed to, to run the metabolic process. You know what I'm saying? So after a while, this can be it can compromise the body and other things can occur like, uh, you know, high blood pressure, low blood pressure, hypoglycemia, Congestive heart failure, failure. Uh, I say hypoglycemia, that is high blood pressure basically, but, um, you know, those things can occur. So um, another way to, um, another secret of vitality is deep breathing. Well, basically, deep breathing during the day, you know what I'm saying, just get in, staying relaxed, you know what I mean, uh, opening up that parasympathetic nervous system, melatonin flowing through the body, even in the wakeful state, you know what I'm saying? So that process of serotonin and melatonin infusing together is, again, another alchemical expression of new earth, life, and, um, and light, mother-father principle, 
working together in unison as one. So find a good deep breathing exercise, we'll do meditation, qigong, low impact um, type of activities, especially like qigong tai chi, where you can deep breathe and not putting a lot of stress on the body as well. It'll be um, it'll be optimal, um, and also promoting harmony, balance, peace, and relief of stress will be the best for receiving the life force through the astral body, the mind. So being in harmony with your natural um, inner peace, your hotep, you know what I'm saying, and relieving the stress, the set rest, you know what I'm saying. When we are stressed, remember, sometimes we need to sit and rest. I mean, basically to meditate, you know what I'm saying. When you're feeling those stressful moments starting to, starting to build up, just, you know, or we'll be feeling like we're getting into an activity that may be caused by stress, you know what I'm saying, like overeating or um, doing drugs or drinking that may um, occur because we are, are stressed out, so-called stressed out. And so, again, most of the things that we do that are not right for us are due to stress. So we're trying to alleviate the stress by having some type of external means of gratification that bring about that state of uh, of bliss or whatnot to where we feel more relaxed. You know what I'm saying? All we really have to do is just take those deep breaths and be in balance and in peace with ourselves through inner peace and that comes through, you know, having an open mind and then noticing and being observant of what we're doing. So how do we prevent the loss of vitality? Um, it's important for us to promote these principles at all times and to know how to handle the aspects of the personality, especially the mind, to bring them back into equilibrium as quickly as possible. So by way we prevent any type of series of permanent damage to the immune system. Remember, stress leads to degenerative cellular production. It goes to opposite of regeneration. So it's most important, it's imperative to promote peace and harmony of mind. And this can be done by studying and practicing the teachings of mystical wisdom as well as developing dispassion to the worldview and detachment and also equanimity in all activities and all situations, like those brothers and sisters up in the hunters up in the Himalayan mountains, they're equals. You know, the one-year-old is just as important as the 150-year-old. You know, the following areas of life are also to be monitored closely um, since they are primary means for the loss of vitality. All right, so these are the primary means of loss of vitality. This is part of the enlightenment package that I have put together. Uh, if you want it, you can uh, locate me. You can call me. Um, the number is 336-254-7418. My um, email address is um, 12th Density. That's T-W-E-L-F Density, D-E-N-S-I-T-Y. Productions, P R O D U C T I O N S at Yahoo. Um, I mean, at uh, yeah, yeah, yahoo.com. That's right. Yeah. All right. So um, you can email me or call me, and I'll send you the, the Enlightenment package. It has a few different things, but this is the sources for the loss of vitality through our human personality um, agitated mind, worrying, anxiety. Vain imaginations, 
uh, covetous nature. That's mine. That's mine. <laughs> you know, um, negative thoughts, um, talking too much, talking loudly, overeating, oversleeping, excesses of the body, being having too much um, sex and, t- and partying too much and drugs. All right. So those are ways that we lose our vitality. Um, guidelines for correct eating habits to um, keep vitality as well. Um, start the day with no breakfast. Basically, drink water, coconut water, or a squeeze. If you, if you always go to your blood type diet and make sure certain things won't um, cause that. Uh, it's called a acclimating effect, where basically. Not acclimating, but um, coagulating. Yeah, well, ac- yeah, acclimating where the blood starts to coagulate or clot. Certain areas cause inflammation. Eventually, you know, bad health. Basically, but um, that's what the that's what is basically happening with us in our obesity in America. But start the day with uh, you know, fresh sweet lemon or lime juice, so coconut water, uh, aloe vera water, something like that. Um, don't overeat through the day. Don't don't eat just because you know it's twelve o'clock or something. You know? And you think we gotta eat lunch if you're not hungry. If you're not naturally hungry or naturally needing to eat, then don't um, eat only vegetarian diet. At least fifty to eighty percent raw fruits and vegetables. Ideally, eat one thing at a time. That's uh called the mono diet. So basically, if I got Watermelon right here, that's all I'm going to eat. I'm going to eat that watermelon. And then if I got some grapes right there, I'm going to eat them grapes. And if I got, after that, I got salad. You know, I got some, you know, celery or bell peppers on there. I'm going to eat some celery. Then I'm going to eat the bell peppers. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's how I've been doing it for about four years. Three years when I first, you know, put, when I first read this, I think I got this, yeah, I got this out of the um, comedic diet by Dr. Walter Ashby and um, started practicing it. And I saw that's when, uh, you know, that's when the sciatica issues were alleviated when I went to that raw diet. And I basically stuck to it, you know what I'm saying, since. But, I, you know, things happen. And uh, I have every once in a while regressed. But, I, you know, like I said, go back to that muscle memory. And you'll be back online in no time. You know what I mean? Meditate on, on nothing. You know what I'm saying? Still the mind. Pay attention to our actions. You know, so um, ideally eat one thing at a time. The stomach will have an easier time to digest one kind of food at a time. Otherwise, I ideally do not eat more than three different items at one time. Uh, drink sufficient amount of fruit juices through the day. Water consumption will decrease because as we, as you start to uh, get liquid through the fruits and through vegetables, then you will not necessarily need as much water because there's going to be water coming from fruits and vegetables. Uh, do not drink when eating and up to one hour after. So when we are eating, don't remember, drink your drink first, you know what I'm saying? So, again, don't drink again like water until an hour after because you're mixing that water with the food. It's going to take it long to digest, you know what I'm saying? It's going to also cause indigestion. When you when we chew our food, remember to masticate it, chew it 30 to 50 times. I call it drink your food. And eat your drink. So 
when you we eating our food, basically you want to chew the food until you get a lot of spit in your mouth, a lot of saliva. Drink your food, you know what I'm saying? Break it all the way down to it's like almost nothing but water in the mouth. Take a little second. Remember grandma, what grandma said? Grandma said, chew your food, baby. You know what I'm saying? So chew your food. I mean, me and Dr. Aline went out to eat once, uh, two months ago. And I'm sitting there, I got my eyes closed, you know what I'm saying? It's the, it's the middle of the day. I'm sitting there with my, you know, my meditative state, chopped eating, chewing. He looked at me, he said, oh, you, you, you close your eyes and everything. You meditate like me, bro. I was like, because I'm in my, you know, it's just something I do all the time when I, whenever I do uh, sit down to take in some, uh, some sustenance in that manner. I, I get into the meditative state, and I really enjoy and, and pay attention to each bite, and I'm I'm tasting every part of whatever it is. You know, I'm I'm engulfed in it almost. You know, I've come that that element with whatever, whatever's in that food, and I'm taking it in to the cell, and I'm seeing, and I'm spiraling it down into my stomach. You know, I'm just doing some alchemy when I take your food. It's funny, but yeah, I go into my mind. I go into it a little bit deep, and um. I, I really start to meditate with each bite, and uh, I really, and it's something that was, I learned, you know what I'm saying? So when I'm chewing my food, I'm chewing the slow, I'm producing the saliva, the amylase to break down the um, carbohydrates and everything within the mouth and all that. And um, the, well, the amylase is an enzyme that starts to, um, the assimilation or the breaking down of those carbohydrates in the mouth. And then, you know, that spiral down to the stomach, but yeah. So chew your food, you know, drink your food, basically drink your food and eat your drink. So when you're drinking your water or juice or whatever, swig it around in the mouth a few times, get those enzymes jumping in the mouth as well for the juice and the, and the water is too. I, um, yoga exercises daily, you know what I'm saying? You have a routine with yoga, do it every day or three times, four times a week. You know, sometimes we do need to break, you know, moderation. Um, breathing exercises daily, you know what I'm saying? Again, you might want to break and maybe not meditate every day or breathing exercises every day, moderation. But if, once you, when you're building it up, maybe every day to get used to it and also just to build it up, build up that chi or whatever, that energy, that vitality, so that you have excess in essence. Um, food for the mind, attend lectures on high philosophy and spiritual issues. Allow, it allows the mind to produce positive impressions that will promote the flow of the life force um, throughout your circulation, circulate throughout the body. Um, right action, be ethical and non-violent, non-violent. It conserves our energy and promotes harmony. You know what I'm saying? When we get when we get aggressive and even when the situation calls for it, it's not, it's, we don't necessarily have to be violent in that situation. You know what I'm saying? Not turning the cheek, I ain't saying turning the cheek so you can get smacked on that side too. You know what I'm saying? But basically what it's meant is don't go into the situation with violence already on your shoulder. When we're already frustrated and got stressed and everything at home, and then we go out and they say that they're going to cash the check at that stove, we're going to take all them frustrations and all that anger and aggression or whatever, that chaos is built up. And we're gonna take it out on that that person. What you mean? I can catch my ticket? What? <laughs> and we and we acting all out, but it didn't initiate because they didn't cash the check. That ain't why. That ain't the cause. You know, remember, always do the apology on you know being mindful, basically. That you know, don't take it out on on, on the check casher. <laughs> it's not their fault. 
You know, it's not really anyone's fault. This, this false experience is appearing real anyway. We got so much going on. You know, we just refocus our energy back into self. Uh, use only starch free, reduce starch vegetables when breaking the fast. Uh, so, um, food for the soul, practice meditation daily, allowing quiet time for the mind. And um, this will help us experience the glory of the internal self within. Um, only starch free food when we, we're breaking the fast. Uh, that means, like, in the morning when we're waking up for breakfast, or even when we take it and we're going through a fast, don't eat starch. You know, or reduce starch vegetables. You know, no so no potatoes and stuff like that, French fries and all that good shit. You know, don't don't do that. After you know, eating a biscuit and an egg sandwich and all that after a fast or after waking up, it's uh, it's gonna cause more harm than give us energy for the day. You know, we think we're getting our protein in or something like that. Uh, but then we end up at the hospital, you know, less is more, you know, again. Do not eat at lunch simply because uh, it says it's lunch. Body alerts you when you're really hungry. And try not to have more than two major meals a day, all right? So, there again, less is more, all right? So, what I'm saying is that we are what we eat, and that is very true. There is a direct link between nutrition in every aspect of life, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. So it's well known that unhealthy nutrition and lifestyle habits contribute to all of our chronic diseases. Just by that same information and route, that simple changes in choices of nourishment and living that replenish the body and its ability to repair itself, elevating balance and healing on an intense, deeper level. So the key to healthy cells is the unhindered flow of nutrients from the food we eat and the air we breathe. So in order for the body to stay healthy as well as regenerate healthy cells, we need, we should consume or we should take in basically live foods. Consume again means to devour. So if if we're going to consume live foods, devour live foods, or more precisely foods with live enzymes, that's what we need for the for it to be devoured into the cells, basically, so the cells can eat. Remember, are we feeding our cellies or our bellies? Are we feeding our senses, the belly, or are we feeding the cell, the indigenous self, you know what I'm saying, our original self, which don't know nothing about food in that manner, you know what I'm saying? You know, enzymes supply the energy for all the biochemical reactions in our body in the first place. So the enzymes upon which life is built, including digesting the food, you know what I'm saying, our bodies have digestive enzymes in, in, in which uh, are reactivated by the liver. So if, if, we're not get, if we're eating dead food that has no enzymes in it, every time we put that into the liver, into the body, the entire body is going to have some type of um, reaction to that dead food because there's no enzymes in it. So it's like, whoa, whoa, boy, well, uh, I ain't got nothing to do, but I got this stuff that you just put in here that's telling me I'm supposed to be trying to break this stuff down with these enzymes. So the impact of a poorly functioning liver on the well-being 
on the well-being of the entire body is obvious because the reduced enzyme activity will lead to poor digestion. And this leads to unnourished cells because if we ain't digesting or assimilating the nutrients within the food because it's dead or it's no, it's, it has no life to it, no lights, you know what I'm saying, earth, then that light, the information that's not available is not going to reach the cell to wake up Osar. You know what I'm saying? Or to wake up that innate ability, our innate ability, the Lord of the perfect um, darkness or the Lord of um, the immaculate state, the immaculate source. So enzymes are very important. Heat destruction of enzymes begins at 107 degrees Fahrenheit and is completed at 122 degrees Fahrenheit. So eat more raw food that's uncooked throughout the day, a good big salad lunch, get you going good, you know what I'm saying, and eat like a little, uh, matter of fact, I'm going to go into that in a few seconds uh, before closing out, but again, as the old saying goes, we are what we eat, so eat fruits and vegetables, so the earth is the wisest choice due to it being the union of matter and spirit, so that's the union of mother and father. Matter being the fruit and the energy within the fruit that goes into the body being um, spirit being that's the light or that's uh, earth. You know what I'm saying? Matter that's move, that's the water. You know what I'm saying? The water can change into all different things. Be like water. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So be like water. Like Bruce Lee used to say. You know what I'm saying? But it's an old saying. Because water is forever changing. You put it in different vessels, but it's still, you know, it's receptive. So that spirit, the energy of matter and spirit, well, matter and spirit unifying together is, uh, in essence, some vegetables. And as they assimilate to the consciousness of life, it regenerates um, our cellular uh, integrity. So the fruits and vegetables are constant. Uh, being what they are in themselves, and they have life and light within it. So when it goes to the physical body, which is alive, it then, you know, it interacts with that life and generates more life. It's like it's a marriage. But when we put something dead into the body that has no life and no light, then what happens is the body, um, it inevitably dies as well. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what we're putting in there. Molecules of the universe are reorganized and joined into the body, into the physical body, by way of subtle energetic bodies, and that comes by way of vegetation of the earth, and it directs and outlines our conscious experience externally. So when we take it in dead food that has no life, you know, no light, no move earth, then what's going to happen is, of course, what we're seeing again, you know, this chaotic state. And so, you know, every time I think about wanting to put this, whatever it is, is you know, because of the, due to the muscle memory, then every time that happens, then we recreate that same thing externally. So becoming aware of this molecular transference of energy with a conscious mind allows us, you know, to actively co-create with the hidden light of the intelligence that is within those molecules, you know what I'm saying? within the air and within the food and water that we're taking in, the substance. 
So we should definitely put more attention and focus towards the hidden light of the intelligence and attune ourselves to the vibration and frequencies of that of that intelligence. And that is power. That is true power. And that's you know that in, in doing so just by assimilating that total energy, it will allow it to easily pass through the digestive system to the blood and then light the cells with information. Where then that infinite information with that dialogue from the um, cosmic, galactic, solaric, you know, energies as it steps down, that information um, basically will enhance our cellular um, regeneration. Right? So the ancient maximum is uh, let your food be your medicine and your medicine be your food. You know, that's an ancient comedic maximum. Not Hippocrates, uh, the Greek philosopher, the Greek doctor. He went, you know, of course, he was schooled by the, by the our ancient um, brothers and sisters over there in Africa. But that uh, that personal transformation, that journey begins with healing ourselves, and then when we respect ourselves, we create the space to respect others. And as that happens, the micro universe that that exists in us at a cellular level, that Osul is then reflected outward into the macro universe. And then that, you know, in essence, will cause that domino effect in. So it's the responsibility of caring for the cell, not the bell, not the belly, that we are made of. The cells, we, we are made of the cells, you know what I'm saying, not the belly, not the senses. The senses are only there to operate the through the experience so that we can take in and absorb the information. So the proper positive influence of the cells that we co-create has initiated, once that has happened, we awaken a multitude of cells and the support of the awakening. And that right there is, you know what I'm saying, uplifting the man. That's going to support the awakening of all the man. You know what I'm saying? First the cell, then the source. So by us taking care of ourselves, it inspires those around us to take care of themselves as well. So less is more. Rest is more. You know what I'm saying? The first, the beginning, the head of man, the head of an ox. That's all. So that's the animal and that's the, you know, the spirit, the mind, man. You know what I'm saying? And the ox is, of course, is uh, the bullhead. But in that process, that you know, that transformation, we awaken at a cellular level and bring in that hidden light of the intelligence, and we become powered, empowered by melanin, basically. So eating plants and vegetables is is wise because it's the essence of the plants that is coming from the hidden light of the intelligence that we never believe. Um, Recalculate that information within the cellular, um, the cellular environment to give us genetic enhancement. All right, so I'm going to close out one second. I did say I was going. What the sister had uh, mentioned 
she had asked about the, the detox and everything. So real quick, like in a hurry, not rush, 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 not rush more over here, you know, <laughs> that I'm not going to rush through it. But this is a detox right here. Um, it's on, actually it's on there on uh, YouTube. You can probably copy and paste it, I, I would guess. But uh, someone asked a question about detoxing. So this is a, this is a thorough de- detox, the de- uh, detox with tea. So uh, first, with all detoxes, we really want to flush out and get that stuff going, get out of you. Begin with the enematic, you know what I'm saying, and a two-day water fast to flush out mucus and excess toxins. And if you choose, you can do um, a enema every morning during the fast for a thorough cleansing. But be sure to do an enema after the two-day fast. Um because you want to want to remove the toxins out of the code, out of the colon. Otherwise, the toxins will, you know, be transported back into your circulatory system. So, do another uh, enema after the two-day fast, and then also do a um, an enema after the um, after the detox. However long, if you do the detox for seven days, ten days, fourteen days, whatever, how many days you do, do another enema outside of that as well to be for certain that you are emptying um, the gut of any toxicity or any parasites that may have formulated. So these are the herbs for the thorough detox tea. Cranberry extract, um, the deep red berries prevent bladder infections. Garlic extract, um, the plantain cloves when eaten, garlic stimulates the immune system to protect the body. So garlic is proven also to be antibiotic, cholesterol reducer, blood pressure reducer, and general heart remedy. Apple pectin is known as the fruit of the gods. Uh, modern clinical studies have proved that eating apples reduce cancer risk. Um, black walnut hull used to heal constipation, slow digestion, as well as stimulate um, stimulate the liver or even cure skin diseases. Um, carrot juice it treats problems such as intestinal parasites, persistent diarrhea, different digestive problems, as well as high cholesterol problems. The most beneficial effect of eating carrots is perhaps the ability to improve eyesight and to help in the maintenance of visual sharpness. Um, papaya fruit. Tea made from dry papaya leaves soothes the stomach. Both the fruit and leaves contain the digestive enzyme papaya. Pumpkin seeds. Um, used in the treatment of disorders such as kidney inflammation and to eliminate intestinal parasites. Butternut bark is considered to be an important medication for treating persistent constipation. Clothes. Um, clothes are said to help one penetrate. Uh, I mean, clothes are um, were used. Ooh, oh yeah, here it is. Clothes. Clothes. Today, it is because of natural pain reliever and anti-inflammatory agent. Wormwood. Um, very useful medication for anyone suffering from poor underactive digestion. Herbal medicines prepared from wormwood. Wormwood extract stimulates. Um, the secretion of stomach acid as well as bile and thereby assist in digestive process. Um, it also enhances the body's capacity to absorb nutrients by doing uh, by doing such, by increasing bile and thereby assisting in digestive process. Um, organ grapefruit, generally used for gastritis and for all types of general digestive weaknesses, and is also effective for stimulating gallbladder functions and for bringing in improvement to congestion problems that may be concentrated in the gut. Blueberry leaf extract has a mild laxative action and possesses an antibacterial action. 
Goldenfield extract. It comes from the yellow root of an American weed. It's close to its family. Um, our ancestors used it as a cure off for a wide range of diseases. The tea acts as a purgative cleansing agent that is known to kill many of the bacteria responsible for upset stomach and diarrhea. Um, use golden seal use for one week, then stop for a week, then use for another week. It's not wise to um, use uh, golden seal for an extended period of time. So take a break, moderate with the golden seal. Uh, and Ichinichia is uh, widely used as an immune booster to fight infections and protect from colds and flus. All right, so what you do, you get all those herbs together, mix one part of each herb into a food processor, grind it down into a fine mix, and then place them in them tea bags and steep one tea bag in hot water for three to five minutes. You can add stevia or any other type of natural sweetener that you decide, you know what I'm saying, just try not to use sugar too much, detox for 10 days, drinking this herbal detox tea. If you want, you can do it for longer or um, or, or start again after a break for a week or two. Um, these are foods to enjoy during detox. Um, eight to ten glasses of water per day, purified spring water, fresh vegetables, green vegetable juices. You can add Granny Smith apple to the juice to add flavor. All fish except shellfish. You look into your um, blood type diet. I'm a vegan, of course, so, you know, fish for me. Free range of organic chicken and turkey eggs will be okay for you. Um, the detox lemons, limes, fresh cranberries, granny smith apples, but try not, but don't do any fruits that are uh, higher in glycemic value, you know, watermelon, and sweet fruits like that, grapes and stuff like that. That's up that city, but basically fresh cranberries, granny smith apples, lemons, limes, do for the duration of the, of the detox. Um, well-cooked grains, brown or wild rice, millet, buckwheat, amaranth, queen was spelt, teff. Um, pasta made from those grains would be okay as well. Beans and lentils, raw fermented foods, you know, uh, kefir, uh, yogurt, you know, items from that realm. Um, essential fatty acids such as uh, flaxseed oil, um, olive oil, uh, plain unsweetened yogurt, unsweetened soy, rice, or almond milk, raw almonds and seeds. Again, remember your blood, your blood type diet. I would recommend the rice and soy and almond milk. I mean, if you're allergic to sunflower uh, oils and safflower oils. I noticed when I start, because now I eat cereal. If I eat cereal or cook or whatever, I don't use the milk anymore. The almond milk, I just use water now. And I'm like, wow, amazing difference. I mean, everything just, like, feels different. It's crazy. It's weird, man. They put little stuff. <laughs> but anyway, I wouldn't recommend um, the almond milk shit. They had some flour, safflower, or any type of canola or whatever added to it, those oils. But go to your blood type diet and see what you may be um, somewhat allergic to. Um, raw almonds and seeds, raw almond butters would be okay. Herbal teas, such as uh, chamomile or peppermint. Helps with the digestion as well. Natural sweetness such as stevia. Foods to avoid sugar. You know, that's sucrose, sucrose, maltose, lactose, glucose, mannitol, sorbitol, galactose, maple syrup, brown, raw, and date sugar, honey, and artificial sweeteners. So it doesn't matter what type of sugar. It could be sugar from fruit, sugar from uh, grains, maltose, sugar from milk, lactose, 
sugar from glucose, uh, well, glucose, mantle, sorbitol, galactose, maple syrup, brown. It doesn't matter what type of sugar or sweetener it is. Um, stay away from it. Stevia, doing the detox. You don't want to add any sugars or any salts to your diet. Basically, parasites dip off of salt and sugar. And if you want to kill a parasite or do your detox, basically to kill something, you know, so you want to get something out. And basically what's happening is we have something in us, you know what I'm saying, that shouldn't be there, just eating, you know, before it's silly and it's greedy. And so don't give it no sugar and salt kills it. You know, the only way to kill parasites is not feed it. So same thing with the disturbing reality, which is parasitical littles. As long as we feed in that parasitical little what it wants, it's going to want to eat. It's going to stay alive. So, you know, go with that self. All right, so um, no sugars. Wheat and yeast. Get away from the wheat and yeast, alcohol, soda, coffee, ciders, condiments, sauces, and vinegar products. Um, vinegar products will be mayonnaise, ketchup, MSG, pickles. And MSG, by the way, um, suppresses hypothalamus. And when the hypothalamus is suppressed, it um, tells the body that it's not full yet, so we um, tend to eat or overeat. You know what I'm saying? Um, all right, so dried and candied uh, fruits such as raisins or dates, processed fermented foods such as soy sauce, fruit juices, fruits except those listed above. And those listed above, again, are um, lemons, limes, fresh cranberries, and grand, Granny Smith apples. Um, do not do dairy and cheese, mushrooms, peanuts. All right. And this is uh, for upon rising. This is what we and I've done both. I've done both of these detoxes before. And this is a good time to do your detox too, because we're going into autumn. So every cycle, autumn, winter, spring, summer, and all those different changes of the seasons, our ancestors would do detoxes and flesh out and prepare yourself for the next season. So it's a good time to detox everything. Get those whatever is being in there out. You know what I'm saying? If you're uncomfortable with certain things, detox, you know, anyway. It doesn't have to be a cycle. I do it at those times of the year just on the strength, you know what I'm saying? Maybe it's muscle memory, you know what I mean? It seems to be like that. Things that we, you, when you get involved with yourself, you're going to start doing things that seem like, wow, it's just naturally going to be occurring because it's a part of who you are. You can't, that's why I was laughing at that thing, like, they can't test God. You cannot change and rearrange what it's always going to be. We're going to always re-molecularize back into who you, are, who you are. And when you get into yourself, your true self, you are going to become who you are without even trying. It is going to happen, you know what I'm saying, because that's who you are, you know what I'm saying. So this right here would be a good routine to take in right here upon rising two tablespoons of lemon or apple cider vinegar, one tablespoon of honey, uh, and filtered water. This is just a day-to-day detox. It's less like going day-to-day what you do, you know what I'm saying, every day. Or, um, you know what I'm saying, if you want to just do it big like this for, you know, a couple of weeks or something, but this is just a day-to-day detox. So breakfast, um, organic papaya juice or apple juice, like the mango, watermelon, papaya, banana. Organic, if possible. Uh, Mid morning, vegetable drink, apple juice, green drink, um, barley grass, wheat grass. You know what I'm saying? Good alkalizing type things. You know, so watermelon, dandelion, and parsley. 
It's also good for selection like dandelion tea, parsley tea or something. Or you want to you can eat it if you if you want to put it in um the mix with a salad. Uh, lunch, have a green salad with a lot of watercress. Um spinach, celery, yogurt, dressing, you know, tofu that you desire. That's if you want to. Or you can do a green smoothie, you know, blend up something real good with vegetables and you know, in that Granny Smith apple. Um or two. Mid afternoon, have a cup of alkalizing tea, like that lime root, peppermint, something like that, plantain, corn silk, oat straw. Um, dinner, cook some brown rice, uh, steamed vegetables, or steamed asparagus with miso soup. If you choose, you know, look into your blood type diet and make sure your miso soup is okay for your soy or whatever and all that. Um, um, or you could use liquid amino acids. So make sure that you are not allergic to it. Uh, before bed, have a glass of apple, papaya, or mango juice. And that will conclude tonight's um, broadcast. This is more, but it seemed like I went in on it about more. Nah, but, uh, but just all good. Um, so up here, rest more, rest more. All right, so rest more. Rising. The rising of the light and and life, the rising of mover, the rising of um, the mother father principles, mother father energy, going back to the top, you know what I'm saying, to the beginning, to the first, the first cell, you know what I mean, the initiating status of ourselves. So getting those energies together, you know, regulate certain activities, moderate on certain activities, um, be mindful, be most definitely get into some deep breathing exercises, um, you know what I'm saying, cut back on certain things, and and eventually, you know, less is more, get to that one meal a day, exercise, most definitely burning off that toxicities. Um, those Qigong's I put on there, they bring about a lot of heat in the body, it's going to burn out toxic, toxins, you know, quick, fast, it's real good um, type of exercise. You know, fun, sweaty exercise is so good, or exercise is for that matter. All right, so good things. I'm going to go ahead and fade. Um, as I said before, I don't know what's up with the Internet, but it went it went done for a minute. Yeah, and I'm still on uh, Blog Talk right here where I can um, put some music in. So if I could get about, see you. I'm not going to be here next week. Got some things um, going on next uh, next Tuesday. Next tips and tricks, Mars Day. But all in all, it's going to be good on the week after. I'll be back. I guess. But uh, give thanks. Uh, you know, um, those who came before, those who come behind, those who come after. I peace, prosperity, protection, and good health. Yeah, yeah, still expect nothing. Three seconds old. Taking it back a little bit, a little reflection, a little nostalgia. You know. Y'all remember when we was younger? When it wasn't nothing like this right here. No worries, no cares like that. 
when I had a wish list. Mom and pops talking about you gotta move out and move on. You're growing, you're grown. You're going, you're gone. Some say from the womb to the tomb. Delay on replays of thoughts that consume from a child's point of view. It's much more simple. No stress from renters, do. Woke up early one Sunday morning, breakfast was made for you. Grandma will always cook. Papa will always hide candy to have us look. Sometimes I dream about being young again. First time meeting a friend, having a girl and holding a hand. Who would believe a kiss would turn into a baby? Now I'm raising three and gotta be a man. Keep it moving. 